0: You got the know.
1: To the otaku spirit anime cast you have been listening to let me hear by fear and loathing in las vegas and that is the opening for parasite the maxim or is it tc joe oh my god I have no idea. i think this is japanese but anyways uh, this is the uh, fall 2014 first impressions episode uh, we're not going to cover every single show in the season because uh, we're kind of going to leave most of that stuff to the mid-season reviews but uh, there's definitely a lot of shows that we want to kind of let people know to check out, uh, and most people have kind of gotten our quick thoughts on a lot of the shows over the last few podcasts. we can kind of sprinkling them in there, um, but now we're going to kind of sit down and, and hit the shows to a more extent. But yeah, I guess the mid season will probably be where you'll get the nitty gritty because that's when the shows are going to really start panning out. Um, but for now, we can kind of give you an idea of what's what's shaping up good. Uh, but anyways, my name is Andrew, and I am joined here as always with Chris. Yo. And we're going to jump into the fall 2014 First Impressions. Um, but first I want to remind everybody, check us out on otakuspirit.com. You can go there for our news and reviews and coverage of new and old anime. As well as hitting up our community, of uh, which is like insanely growing right now. So there's a lot of exciting conversations happening on there. And we appreciate everybody that's joined the community and in the discussion you're kinda, all awesome.
2: Kind of having a hard time ke- keeping up with everybody over there. Yeah,
1: it's it's getting to the point where we're like, hey, there's a whole bunch of... You Just refresh it after an hour, and you're like, okay, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, but thankfully, most people are kind of conversing now with each other, so we don't have to be there 24-7. So, <laughs> But we will. We will try to be there as much as possible. Um, but without further waits, let's go right into our fall 2014 first impressions. Uh, we're going to kick it off with CrossAinge. What was the full title? It's Cross Ange Something Dragon, Cross Ange Rondo of Dragon or Angels and Dragons and Dragons and Angels. Doesn't really matter. Um, the synopsis on that one is the series is set in a utopia generated through mana. It focused on the first princess of the Misuguri, uh Misug Misugurugi Empire, uh, Angelis. Uh, she was celebrated by the people of the Empire and was supposed to wear the crown. However, the shocking truth that she is a Norma, or a reg- irregular existence that cannot use mana, and are treated as heretics and, and as things rather than people. Uh, she is exiled to a remote island, and, where she is instead meets a group of Norma girls who know nothing but battle. The girls spend their days uh, riding humanoid robots uh, called paramail, uh, hunting giant uh, dragons that come from another dimension to invade.
2: I am um, that's, so that's that, that is Mizorugi, by the way.
1: Mizorugi? Mizorugi. Not Zed? You can probably go with Zed. Okay, I'll go with Zed. For oh, you long. forgot your Arnie. Yeah, we'll do some Arnie somewhere in here. <laughs> a lot of requests for the Arnies, and I appreciate everybody actually enjoys my and goofiness. You have, started, you
2: have started a cult now, by the way.
1: A cult of Arnie fans and Zeds. And Zeds. I, it's just, everybody has grown up with, with Arnie in their life. And you, we watched Kindergarten Cop. We watched Terminator. Who didn't watch Terminator when it first came out? That show was huge. So we all grew up with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And there's always this, this when you start getting into anime and you start giving away the the days of Hollywood. And you start focusing on anime. You always have that want, like, what if Arnold Schwarzenegger loved <laughs> anime? <laughs> So that's what we're here for. When you listen to us, you're like, we're going to sit down with Andrew, Chris, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And and we're going to listen to what Arnold Schwarzenegger thinks about anime. Couldn't he, su- he sue us? No, because I, I don't do it for more than five seconds each time I do it. Oh. If I do do like a synopsis, I make sure that I have pauses briefly to cut that oh, five second point. I see. But no, it's not illegal. It's fair use. It's fair use. Boom. His
2: his voice is fair now, use. Now, if I did it...
1: Now, no, it's fair use that we can use it for critiquing purposes and 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 uh, what's the other term? Uh, uh, satire. Ah, satire. But if we do the podcast and put it on YouTube, their automatic flagging system will probably catch it because I'm just so close to that voice. <laughs> We're totally going on a tangent here. Anyways, I am absolutely terribly mixed on the show through and through um i think when it first started out i really loved the first episode because it was like here is this world of mana and normas and there's this really nasty uh was it subjugation they're doing i mean if if they have this little infant that's found to be a norma and these police officers surrounding it and they're they're putting this mana shield on it to test the baby out. And the baby's sitting there crying. The mom's freaking out that they have her baby. And then this this princess girl's walking up and she's like, They're Normas. Just go have another child. I mean, this is a beast. You need to get rid of it. And I was like, dang that girl. And then they go into where she's found to be a normal And they throw her off on this island. And they're just tearing her up. Inappropriate things are happening. And you're just like, I don't feel sorry for her. I mean, it. it you've, you've obviously shown how nasty you are. Here's your own medicine kind of thing. The problem that I had was like the very last second of that first episode where they kind of showed me this other aspect of the island where girls are the only ones that really are susceptible, susceptible, susceptible to this idea of being a norma. They have a higher rate, a very higher rate, where the men are just normally their mana users. So this island is filled with nothing but females. And they've brought in this kind of, I guess, a kind of a female prison kind of aspect where, yeah, they're technically promiscuous to each other. So there's that element. But it, that's fine and everything. It sounds, it seems kind of grounded. But they're mixing this idea of sexual harassment with fan service. You're showing me that the show has got a lot of fan services, a lot of butt shots when they're flying through the air, uh, kind of in the vein of, you know, Strike Witches or something, where every time they swoop and swerve, you're seeing a butt shot. There's that fan service, and then they're mixing it two seconds later with somebody actually being sexually abused beyond their control. And that's where it kind of starts getting a little iffy for me. But the overall show, just putting that aside... I'm liking what they're doing because they're not afraid of doing certain things. Something happened in the third episode, I believe, that really made me go, "Whoa, okay, they're they're not afraid of being a little dark here." And so I'm enjoying it, but at the same time, not. So I'm just I'm back and forth on the show, like throughout the entire thing.
2: Uh, on my end, uh, I I like the. It, the first episode made me think, and I think that that really is what caught me the most. Um, we were, we were going back and forth. Me and Andrew were 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 sitting there talking quite a few times, and we were like, I, "When I finalized down too, is is I loved the fact that it made me think. the 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 fact that it came in, and I sat there and I was like, I don't know if I feel sorry for this girl or not because, I I. On one hand, I I sit there and I I look at this girl. She is absolutely pampered, spoiled. She, absolutely nasty to that 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 woman and her baby. I,
1: I and I was like, well, she's even nasty on the island where she's just like, yeah, I don't wait, care. Yeah. I'm a princess. Let well, me go back.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm I'm. Let me just do episode one because that's really where where the 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 gut of my my decision on this this show come stems from. That's the root. That was what rooted me into this show. The the darkness of the show from that point on, I, I did I am actually on board with it. I don't 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 kid yourself. I am I'm on board for this show. I'm gonna go probably through the entire show. Um, mostly because I like how dark the show is. I love I like the, the subject matter that it that it that it is presenting. Um I'm hit and miss on the the, the
1: uh the mechas and the dragons and those yeah, that's the, the, weird. They're, it's, they're that's really what's sad irrelevant. about it is like I'm wondering how much they're going to hit on the mechas because I just don't care when it's in the meccas. It's yeah. what happens afterwards. But
0: the there, there are been, trigger- their mechas been, yeah.
1: are triggering things that are happening in the the character development, which is good. I like that they're doing that
2: mm-hmm. um, now. But at the same time, when when I, I want to get back to what I was saying is I like the fact that what. When all it was said and done, the girl—the girl being nasty as she was—and then, and then she got sent to the the um, the prison place, and I and I felt almost gut wrenchingly just bad for this girl, and it was like, do I feel bad for her, or did did she get what she deserved? I the the fact that it the show made me think that heavily on it was was. To me, that that that's really what sold the show for me, and ever since then, it's just been th- this this well written dark story, dark plot. Yeah, I'm not going to deny there is those those elements that that my brother is mentioning, and I don't I don't quite see it as 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 much of a turnoff, but at the same time. I do, I do acknowledge that it's there, and I could see a lot of people and being. Turned
1: my my off point too. was really is I don't mind that they would have the sexual harassment there. It's a real thing. Sexual harassment does happen, or sexual abuse. It was just the fact that they were kind of jumping back and forth and making it kind of confusing as to if are they going to do fan service, or are they going to do, are they going to exploit sexual harassment as fan service, that kind of thing. But I don't want to get back into that. The I, I do like that at some point in I think the third episode the second episode I was a little bit man uh, the third episode they really did kind of hit where they were like okay this is serious and they did they started they're constantly diving on the idea that hey this girl is a prissy girl she wants to go back to her 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 home and she believes everybody's just trash and yet they're fighting alongside her she's causing she's causing uh. I don't want to get too into it, but she's causing problems that involve her prissiness and wanting to go back home that is indirectly affecting people around her. And they're telling her, you're affecting us. Wake up. And at some point at the very end of the third episode, they they had a quick snap. And I'm hoping it doesn't... I'm hoping that big change that happens in her doesn't turn out to be, okay, now let's go to Mecca's and have fun. I'm hoping they actually go, okay... Like you were kind of hinting at it... uh, towards the end there was she's going to go back in there and they gonna say oh now you want to live now you want to fight yeah you you've already caused all this don't act like things are okay now i hope that they and and i would expect they would because they're doing good on keeping things a constant so yeah i I, even though i do have my problem the show there's these elements that we're talking about that really has me interested at that what they can do despite those problems and despite that it's mecha and it's terrible cg i mean it's not too bad cg but it's a lot better than most cg that i've seen but it is jarring i agree anyways is that all you want to say you want to move on nope i'm good all right moving on we're going to move on into celestial method or no method and that is definitely our sugar show well not really the sugar show this season but it's definitely got some sugar in it but it's also mixed with some obvious drama Um, And that story follows Nanako uh, is a girl who lived at Lake Kiriya City at one point uh, where she met a blue-haired girl named Noelle. Uh, She ends up having to move away from the town, and as she returns seven years later, uh, which now has a... I, to, she I was re- trying to she add returns, more
2: information. She returns seven years later, and there's a there's a, uh, a UFO over the
1: the town. No, technically, it would have been there before she left, because... No. Really? It was not there when she left. Huh. I'm so confused. See, I'm trying to add stuff into here, and it's making it more confusing. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so, she comes to the city uh, seven years later. She'd not been there for seven years. Um, she was so young when she was there before that she's pretty much forgotten everything, pretty much. Um, But slowly over time, she's meeting Noelle, who is reminding her, oh, yeah, I I knew you at some point. And she's got this entire class full of kids that are all pretty much saying, hey, well, no, actually, just one of them remembers her. The other ones are kind of slowly learning. But it really is kind of diving on the idea that something happened seven years before. And a lot of the characters are upset by what happened but they've forgotten that it's her, and they're re-meeting her, and then they're realizing who she is. I I think it's a beautiful show. A lot of the shots are very beautiful, especially some of the shots of the town and the, and the saucer. It's a very beautiful show. The, the downside, though, is that it was kind of cutesy fun at the first episode, but the later episodes had really gotten obnoxious because they introduced certain characters. One of the characters is, I don't remember her name, um, Yuzuki. Yuzuki hates the saucer with a passion. She wants to recruit uh, Nanako to help her protest the saucer, to get rid of it because of all these goofy little things. And she's become kind of obnoxious. I think you've mentioned it before as well, so I kind of she's agree ganky. with you.
0: Well, she's ganky. It's
1: not that so. she's ganky. It's just that she's... Every two seconds, she's complaining about the saucer, and it's like, I don't care anymore. It's obvi- we've, we've, we've addressed that you're obsessed with the saucer. Let's move forward. Um, but... Yeah, it's just I I'm not caring too much about the characters. I like it because it is fun. It's it's got a, a, a sugary aspect to it. It's beautiful looking and I know there's going to be some really strong drama there. It's just the drama that I've seen that is developing that I'm I'm making assumptions of what the drama is going to be in my head and they just don't seem like they're logical enough for them to be so upset. I mean, they they're really they have one character who is just viscerally angry at Nanako. And it's like There better be some really insane thing she's gonna bring up in a minute, because she's a jerk and I'm not getting her at all. So uh, it'll pan out, I'm guessing. That's that's Nanaka, 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 not Nanaka. No, 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 no way is there.
2: (laughs) Um. Okay, it's lollies. I love lollies. So let's put that aside for a moment. Um. He
1: has no other thing to say about the show. Let's move on.
2: <laughs> now um, I I there there is that aspect of that particular drama that that you're you're pointing out that is gonna come up and I'm hoping that it'll resolve well. I'm 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 worried about the just just going off of what I know about the show so far and how the writing has been playing out. I see this going into a super Insane drama over something that is very, very small and and minor. Right, in, that's in what computers. I'm saying. And and I think that that is that is going to be kind of a
1: huge turnoff.
2: But it's lollies, and hey, I love. Well, them, it's so. not
1: too much spoiler to, to see it in the first like, episode and a half. But there's like this element of she obviously had to move when seven years before, and they they clearly said that when she went to her father, the father's like, we got to go. And she's like, but I haven't said goodbye to anybody and we don't have time. Let's leave. And there's that part of it that I'm kind of seeing being part of the issue. But it's like, that just doesn't seem like that big of an issue. Yeah. It doesn't seem like something that, that best friends would turn around and it would be a simple,
2: Hey, sorry. Uh, (laughs) dad wouldn't let me say goodbye. Yeah, My dad made me go.
1: Um, so what do you want to do now? (laughs) But anyway, I'm sure there's more to it. I'm hoping there's more to it. Um, but as it stands now, it's it's a sugary show. It's beautiful. Um, it has some fun aspects in there. Just, I'm hoping the drama aspect doesn't end up being something very minute to the point that it's stupid. Yep. That's, I guess, my point.
2: I mean, it, I, I I want, did, did we find out that the, the girl, like, accidentally killed ten people or something. Okay, then then maybe that can justify Wish that, that. Brought that the anger. saucer in and there was an alien
1: invasion <laughs> and everybody is now homunculus or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you killed my father and now he's a robot. You something really did then 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 you can the nice, then you knives can are coming angry. out. People
0: are stabbing yeah, each
1: other. They, they, Lollies are dying. <laughs> Noelle just shoots everybody with her laser beams. Yeah. Oh, that's spoiler. That got dark. That was spoiler. What's spoiler? You
2: just you just said that, that Noelle's shooting lasers. That could be technically... I read the spoiler. visual
1: novel. I'm sorry. I <laughs> think there is a visual novel. Crap, there isn't a visual novel. <laughs> <laughs> My joke has failed manga. I've seen it in the manga. Uh, moving forward, we're going to go into Wolf Girl and Black Prince. Or as the others say, it, Okami, oh, Okami Shoujo to uh, Kuro Oiji. OG yes you, you, you did O-G. pretty good
0: OG OG yeah OG <laughs>
1: anyways um, no
2: actually O-G. OG
1: OG OG I did the Ookami. yeah you did the Ookami. I I, the, I, I, yeah. I love that I I think you did um anyways plot <laughs> is the story centers around Erika uh, a vain 16 year old girl who tells her friends about her romantic exploits but she actually has no boyfriend she claims that a handsome boy in a candid photo is of, is of her, uh, her boyfriend, uh, but it turns out the boy is a schoolmate named Kyo Sata. She has no choice but make him her fake boyfriend. Unfortunately, Sata may look like a sweet person, but he actually is an ultra black-hearted sadist. Sata is... Is it Sata or Sata? Sata. Sata. Sata not sa- not a, not a. Not a plug for your computer. Uh, Sata <laughs> takes advantage of Erika's weakness and treats her like his dog because he really likes dogs for some reason. Yeah, I I think when we first went into this, Chris was like, "You're not gonna like this show," and I'm I'm like, "Actually, no. I'm I'm actually engaged in the show." I still don't like how he treats her, but what was great about the first episode is it quickly made me realize she's as nasty as he is. She her little exploits that she was doing with her lying was was defaming him is essentially. So it went full circle really quickly. The only problem is that it, it quickly moves to her just being there and being mistreated. But you're also seeing that there's obviously some reason why he's the way he is. That's There's always an aspect of that in, the, in these kind of shows. Um, but even though I don't like some of the moments where he's treating her like a dog, there's a reason for it. It's It's comical at some points and it's just kind of just a, a sweet show just seeing how they resolve things
2: i actually love love this show i love every every uh i love the opening the closing the 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 way the show is taking its its direction um i i was actually kind of right um i the the reason i i was kind of interested in this is it kind of felt like it, they were going to play on the um, the subdom uh, relationship and how that works out and the the uh, intricacies involving it and I th- I love the way that they're taking it because they're not taking it they're not taking it down the path that would naturally pursue in this one they're actually just playing it on a natural inclination um, and still keeping it very very what's the word clean I guess yeah um. And and I do like that. I like I like that they're keeping it in an up and up area so that that it's accessible for a lot of people because a lot of people don't understand the the a lot of those those aspects
1: and I think that this would be a great way to explain that stuff. Okay? I agree with most of that. Even though I don't like the idea of a a subdom thing, but it doesn't
2: necessarily have to be a bad thing, and I, and I, I do see that a lot of people can see it that way, and they automatically get turned off from it. And, and this is one of those, so that you can understand the. Well, it's, it, it's more it, of a it psychological makes it plainly thing. Plainly
1: obvious that she can walk away at any point. Yes, it's just that she chooses to do it because she, she is a liar.
2: Well, actually, it's more. It's it's a sub thing. The idea is that they can't they can't seem to make the. Mental decision to go away. It's a they they don't have the ability to. It's not that they don't have the ability. It's that they feel drawn to that person, whatever reason they come well, up. I haven't with in seen head.
1: her. I haven't seen her exhibit that. She's only really exhibit the idea that she can't walk away because then she's going to be seen for her lie. But I mean, they'll, they'll probably get into that eventually. Yeah. But I just haven't seen her directly show that sign. But I'm not as well.
2: She already showed that she has feelings for him.
1: Right. But that doesn't mean that she's okay with the idea of being a sub.
2: Well, I'm submissive I'm, I'm, is what you mean, I'm guessing. Uh, submissive, submissive, yeah. yeah. Submissive and a dominant. It's I don't I don't know that they're ever actually this this is as e as as sub dom 101 as you can get. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual and I like that they're not making it that way. And that's that's what I love about this show is that they're not making it that way. Um it it doesn't have to have a specific reason. It whatever gives the the sub a excuse to go back to it, the dom. That's what it is. <clears throat> in her case, it's that she's she lied and she got caught in that lie.
1: Right. She's a wolf. Yep. Those lying wolves. Uh, moving forward, we're gonna go into the fruit of grisaya. Or did we ever figure out if it was Griss or grissaya I I figured it was Grisaia I'm sticking with grisaya. Um, the Grisa- uh, the Fruit of Versailles, or Le Fruit de la Versailles Now I'm making fun of of, of French people, apparently um, This show covers Yuji uh, Kazami And he transfers into a Miham, Mihama Academy A school with only Five female students and Prison-like features I don't remember the prison-like feature I guess they had like the chain-up doors and stuff Uh, Every student in the school has their own quote-unquote circumstances for being there, uh, but Yuji is not required to do anything about their situation as he asks for a normal student life. And that's where I start getting confused. Because apparently he decided to ask for a normal school, and a normal school life, but he was sent to a prison-looking school, huge prison-looking school, with only five other female students in the entire school. one of them wants to cut his throat every two seconds and that's a normal school. <laughs> I missed that whole aspect of how that is in normal school but but yeah um, so far the story I mean doesn't they haven't really revealed much. I think really mostly the first episode was just here's everybody. second episode was like okay, let's just emphasize a little bit on a couple characters that we didn't get too much into last episode. Then third episode was more comedy mixed with uh, a lot of sexual humor. And I haven't really seen the plot really progressing any direction. It just seemed, it really seems like they're trying to get you to get introduced to the characters in more ways than one, for better or worse. So I haven't really seen too much in the show that I'm enjoying. Um, it is just really a lot of fan service, suggestive sexual humor. Um... A couple points that were kind of comical. I, I, I sort of wanted to laugh at the the part where uh, he got stuck into some girl that wanted to make him a, a purse or a, a fanny pack, and that was kind of funny. That was humorous. The way that it, that turned, how that happened was really was really comical. Just but shut, he just shut down. <laughs> that was the only part in this entire three episodes that was actually comical. The rest was just him meeting the girls and. The sexual humor and this, I guess it's just stuff that I'm not, I don't find humorous for me personally. I know that some people might find the humor that's in there funny. I just, it's not hitting me personally. So it's just really him going around talking to these, these girls over and over again. There's no story plot that's happening yet. There's hints at certain things, but they really haven't touched them yet. I'm sure that'll come in the next few episodes. But as it stands now, I'm not enjoying the show.
2: Um, I, on my end, I since I like more harems, I I find that it it's 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 setting itself up as a very very strong harem. The problem is is that <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's really a strong harem. It's really I was going
1: to question that one. Um,
2: he I do like the dither. I love the dither. Yeah, he's I think actually he's, I he's think actually he's good. A, yes. An excellent dither.
1: He's probably one of the only main character ditherers that I, in a harem that I've actually enjoyed. Um, he's not afraid to walk into a quote unquote sexual situation and kind of go well whatever.
2: Yeah. Not, just, oh just no! Away. I <laughs> see
1: movies and run away. Yeah. It's- now I
2: I I do have to say that this this is a harem. I there's no getting around that. Um, I I don't. They like my brother was saying. There 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 is this subplot that seems to be, throwing through, and it's it's breadcrumbed in. So it's not like it's actually. It's not like there's any any big scene that plays out in five minutes and says, this is what's going to happen. Well, it's
1: funny because the chick showed up. like This this hot, awesome Ferrari drives up and this girl gets out of it and you're like, ooh, plot! And then she's like, oh, I just came here to say this. And then she drives away and I'm like, wait, plot! Wait, come back, <laughs> plot! Come back! Yeah, there's 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 these little things that just
2: keep peppering in and they don't seem to really have anything to do with the harem. So you can only assume that it's I mean, okay. One girl has it has the the these murderous tendencies. You've we've already got hints that he's some kind of an assassin. So obvious there's something going on, but the problem is is that it's so
1: peppered in it's One like- girl showed up in a in a gigantic diesel truck container. <laughs> that one's kinda a little interesting. Yeah, that one, yeah. And, and, and
2: there's apparently somebody has may have a sniper rifle under a a bed and we're not going to go into that so obviously these are all assassins let's just right it's out there and they're in a prison so we've got something that's building but the problem is is like what i was trying to say is it's so peppered as these little dots but it's It's not really
1: a prison it's it's they're in like a prison looking school
2: yeah, but the, they're walking the entire, out. They're all walking out the front. Yeah, of They're it like, walking out you know, the front. It's, it's not it's obviously not a prison. My, my point is, is there's there's something going on there. But the problem is, is it's so peppered in. It's like. I mean, you could like sneeze and you'll miss that scene. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you had to go there. I it, that's how little these pepper. I mean, the only reason I'm I'm catching them is because I'm paying a little bit more attention than maybe Andrew is. I'm, I'm guessing you caught those little scenes. I mean, you yeah. caught the the girl the sniper in the-
1: rifle the 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 aspect of him being there coming when he first got there. They were talking about him being a dog from the government or something like that. So it's like, okay, um, why is he going to a normal school? Quote unquote normal school. It, it's obviously the big bad guy is going to be the lady that brought him in the the, <laughs> the representative, which I'm guessing is a teacher. I've yet to see a teacher. So <laughs> true. they're apparently going to school to sit in the classrooms and talk to each other. They, they have time, but it's like, so when do you go to lunch? Because techn- I don't think you have class. So is it just, you wait for the clock to show it and then you stop talking and you start eating. I don't know. There's a school. Apparently I, I don't think the school even matters. So who cares?
2: I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed on the show right now. I, I, I think that I really want to feel the ultimate, I want to feel something going on here other than harem before I say, yeah, as it is right now, it's nothing but harem. I mean, there's nothing outside of harem. There's just that peppering in of something that says, we promise there's going to be something good. Just
1: hang out. Just hang out. Just hang out. Just hang out for seven more episodes. And and I'm I'm assuming assuming
2: we're going to get like seven more episodes because it's
1: pretty much playing out one girl per episode right now. So, Seems like it. Well, let's move on to one that we're not mixed on, except for the last episode. Um, that is Gaguri Kokuri-san, and that is a hilarious show that I thought was going to actually be a short, but it ended up being a full-on show. Um, this story revolves around a girl, little girl. I guess I can do the R now, because now, it's a silly show. Okay. <clears throat> the story revolves around a little girl named Kohina. <laughs> I'm trying to sound like I'm Spanish or something. My um, wings up. Might summoning Zed's in there. Zed <laughs> ends up summoning Zed, a hulking <laughs> ghost in Japanese folklore, who turns out to be handsome, young, white-haired man. I gotta turn myself down. Totally <laughs> uh, At the, <laughs> at first he merely intends to haunt her, but soon discovers. Because lied about eating habits. Now he haunts Zed in order to protect Zed. <laughs> I was losing that one real quick. I don't think I have the voice for it today.
2: You don't have the voice to do it for an entire episode. We all love, never. We happen. love it. We we love you guys, but it's not gonna happen. Andrew does not have the voice
1: for it. No, I I mentioned it before, but I used that voice in a in a puppet show that we did a long time or about five four years ago. And the idea was that my puppet was gonna be the Arnie voice. and after like the first 10 seconds, it started dripping away. and then at towards the end, I was just yelling. <laughs> it's like, no, I could not keep that one up. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, essentially she's she's doing this uh san summoning thing ritual which is kind of like uh i guess ouija boards
2: you look like a ouija
1: board she puts her you put your finger on the coin and it's supposed to respond to you by sliding the coin over to something and you're supposed to do it with other people because you know they'll have the whole sliding aspect of the, the coin uh and the only problem is that you're
2: supposed to do it
1: alone yeah that's the big warning you don't do it alone because something will happen which is you will be haunted um Kakori shows up, but he quickly realizes that she's just in she's in terrible shape. She thinks she's a, a a robot. She eats cup noodles over and over again all day long. She's living alone; doesn't have any parents there. So he quickly kind of falls in love with her and decides, "I'm going to protect her. I'm going to keep her safe. I'm going to I'm going to feed her real food." Who wouldn't want to protect a lolly? I'm I'm sorry, but what comes with that is that she is bonkers. And he plays off his whole... I, I have to mention, like, has to be mentioned, Kokori san is voiced by Ono uh, Daisuke. And he is uh, the same voice that did Honda from Barakamon last season. And that is just a perfect voice for a guy dealing with, you know, crazy kids. In Barakamon, it was that case. And here, it's even the same. It's just every response that he has to situations is just. His voice is hilarious in that in that sense, um, but yeah, just a just a really fun goofy show. We were kind of liking it to uh, Harengu, and Gu, especially the openings, just very bonkers. Um, I will say that the last this recent episode, episode three, wasn't as funny because they were kind of going more on the uh, the Inu guy, the Inugami guy, the the dog ghost that has now shown up. But they've been recently added, uh, I guess his name is Shigaraki. Which hopefully he'll be adding some kind of element to it, but just we had a a huge laugh out loud blast with episode one and two, and I hope that it continues to to deliver that going forward. I agree. That's all. That's it. Agreed. Okay.
2: I agree. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, I I (laughs) I found third episode a little bit more funny than you did, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm easier to laugh at.
1: Yeah, people laugh at you a lot. I know. Moving forward, we're going to go into Tribe Cool Crew, which is a show about dancing. That's the synopsis. No, I'm joking. Uh, the protagonist, Zed, is a middle school student who <laughs> loves dancing. He can't sit still, as even he feels the rhythm of the sound of chalk on in class. I know. I've never seen that. Haven't you seen that? I only watched one episode, though. Um, one day after school... Zed meets Zed, who is is participating dancing at a secret training facility. I didn't get that there was a training facility. Uh, The two know the joy of dancing together with others for the first time and the happiness of seeing their own dance moves. Japan's first full-fledged dance anime depicting coming of age through meeting friends and dance battles with rivals debuts. Tell about the show. Huh? I I only watched the first episode, so I can't really give it too much. Um, the first episode, I noticed that it was a it was a very fun show. It it, it definitely is in the vein of like a kids show, you know, a like Saturday night or Saturday morning kids show. I kind of likened it to. Um, the thing that really turned me off really quickly was that I seen that despite our kind of preview of fall twenty fourteen idea that it might be a uh, they might have the style that they chose because they're going to do the dancing, but then they use CG, and the CG is so robotic, so repetitive, so... And they don't really do any... They, you would think if they're going to go CG, they would actually do some extravagant stuff with it, but it just seemed really plain. You might actually... Can you tell me? You might be able to say if they changed that at all, but in the first episode, I, it was really I've, plain.
2: Yeah, I seen. I see this little tendency of... Um in particular one of the guys, um what's his name?
1: I don't see his name on the list. <sighs> Master T There's a Master T.
2: Sakagami, maybe? Yeah, this guy. Um Sakagami We'll just say Sakagami. I'm not Sakagami Zed. Kumo Kumo no kum, it's kumo okay. Kumonosuke, yeah, Um, he is—he's kind of like a break dancer, and he—I seen for a second that they, if they actually try, they might actually be able to pull off the 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 kind of dancing that I'm expecting to see. Right now, what I see is almost like my brother said, very robotic very basic dance moves and and i'm like step that, to the right step to the left yeah, step almost, to the right yeah. step to the right, and then maybe a little shimmy shimmy type thing it's like <laughs> yeah i want to see something good and i think that there is the potential to do it the problem is is that it's it looks so very very basic
1: <laughs> i didn't realize you met the main character yes was a the female. main character is
2: voiced by a female the,
1: we both had the same impression at the first like Few seconds of the show was like, <laughs> is that a girl character or a guy character? Because it looked very feminine the way it opened it up. It, I yes, mean, and, and then he, he started running female. around. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess he's a boy. And he he yeah, it's female. it's a and female because it voices female. Well, it's a boy, but yeah.
0: Anyways,
2: anyway, uh, <laughs> but um, not I'm not turned off by the show yet. I I I definitely want to say I'm not turned off. Um, I think that it can. Do good. I, I unfortunately I get the same vibe that I get from m- idol shows with this show. It's almost like I'm just seeing them uh, trying to debut, do well. They're they're forming their group and then they're going to try and do something spectacular. It it, it feels exactly like that. So I'm I'm kind of mixed on it. I I can't I can't really suggest it to most people I don't think that a lot of people would enjoy it. I my brother was mentioning the kids aspect. I can see kids enjoying this show. I definitely could see kids enjoying the show, but I I don't think that kids would have the I don't want to say the mental capacity. I'm not going to say
1: that. They wouldn't be patient enough to wait through the, yeah, the, the dawning moments yeah, where it's going to slow.
2: I I don't I don't see kids having Han, uh the the main character uh Hanan- Hanaru he's definitely genki he's got a lot of energy about him so kids might be able to trail through with him but they i doubt they would have the mental capacity to enjoy what this show is trying to portray so honestly i don't know who this show is really targeted towards because i can't see a lot of adults enjoying it either
1: i will say that it was kind of i found in the first episode where uh zed was dancing outside this window and Canon was kind of inside the building, but he couldn't see her because the reflection from the sun. That whole aspect of her watching him was very cute. But then I was like, "Well, they kind of ended that really quickly, so there was going to be no element like that anymore." Um, but I did kind of find that was kind of. A cute I do moment. think that I, the
2: the character artworks, although they were really kind of off putting at first, I do
1: kind of think that I enjoy their car- character artworks for what they're doing in the show, and she foils everybody's idea that she might be this secret phantom dancer on the on the youtubes because she's wearing
0: a mask
2: yep <laughs> she really looks like no 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 not, not I, me I abso- can't be me i absolutely think canon is is adorable
1: all right we'll move on to another adorable character which is in rage of bahamut genesis and this series definitely shocked us i guess we kind of yep of course, discounted it because it looked like it was gonna be like full on CG, wasn't gonna be that great kind of thing, but it's actually turning out pretty decent, and I'm totally delaying because I cannot seem to find the synopsis. <laughs> Looks like one's right there. Right where? Oh, right here? No, it's not. Anyways, um the show is really essentially about there's this this world where Uh, gods live, uh, demons live, and then humans in the middle, and at some point, the world was going to be destroyed by this gigantic Bahamut, and the Bahamut was so destructive that the- every- basically all the clans came together to seal him, and in order to seal him, they then received these two tokens that one would be held by the gods, one would be held by the demons, I believe, and they would never come together because if they came together, they could essentially unlock his seal don't know why they gave it in a way for him to get out but that that's always in these shows um, then it kind of moves on to it fast forward to this guy named favaro and this other guy named uh, Kelsar and they're constantly at each other's throats Kelsar bl- uh, blames favaro for his basically his family name being ruined he used to be a, a a actual guard in the royal in the royal courts and now he is just a, a petty bounty hunter. Everybody believes that bounty hunters are petty, basically. Um, Favreau has always been a bounty hunter, and bounty hunters basically will go out, take down a target, uh, and their their bracelet will then turn it into a stone, which they turn into this bak- uh, Bakshas guy, who will then give them the bounty uh, cost. Um, at some point, this one girl ends up showing up out of nowhere. Uh, her name is Amira, and she confronts Favreau because Favreau is lying that he's going to Uh, was it Helma Helmar? Zed, Zed. The town. He's she's trying to get to the town of Zed to see her mother. (laughs) So when she hears Favro talking about, I know this great shortcut to getting to uh, to Zed, so it it won't take me very long. So she overhears that and she decides to ask him, take me to uh, to Zed. And during that time, they get attacked by this big gigantic Zed, (laughs) and. In the wake of everything, after it's done, he's kind of hit and kind of hurting. But he had asked for a kiss in return to showing her the shortcut to Zed. So as he's passing out, she decides to give him that kiss. Well, that kiss ended up being a contract because she's actually a demon. And the contract turns him, to, he has like a little demon tail. Um, and in order to break that that curse, essentially, is to tell her where to get, how to get to Zed. So he kind of just plays off the fact that he doesn't really know how to get to Zed, a quick way to get to Zed, so he's kind of just helping her get there while trying to figure out how she can get rid of him. Um he kind of contemplates killing her and stuff. During this whole time they also have this uh Jonah de Arc and her what were they called? The this this group of guards that are trying to find her to kill her because she apparently has Crusades. one of the she has one of the, the tokens. Crusaders. But yeah. That's basically the show that I out how- Visually, it is absolutely stunning. Um, This is the second major work for Mappa, and they did uh, Zanki No Terra last season, and they're just they stepped it up with this one even more. I mean, it's less beautiful and majestic as Zanki No Terra is, but it's a lot more just grand scheme, like huge, epic looking. So, Um, I was I really enjoyed Amira. I think they've managed to successfully make her cute. Um, They brought in a lolly recently, who's also cute um am just it doesn't seem like there's a deep huge story here because it's kind of a it's a moment-to-moment kind of show but th- they're giving me great characters they're giving me great action they're giving me great moment-to-moment that i don't mind that there isn't a big huge extravagant story because i don't think they're going to be a huge extravagant story because it's based off a card game so take it as it is it's a beautiful looking show okay, i've
2: gotten Fun. two i've gotten two decent lollies this season yeah i've gotten rita who's who's the necromancer lolly spoiler I don't know that that's really a spoiler. It's episode three. Who cares? <laughs> and then I got Fugirl, Girl, who is my zombie. The only good
1: thing about that other show,
2: <laughs> we'll get into that later. But yes, th- those are my two lollies for the season so far. Yeah, I lo- I love this show. Um, Amira, I, I that last episode really kind of sold her on me. Um, I kind of liked her character artwork. I thought she oh, just yeah, looks demon form looks was awesome. Absolutely. Looking- gorgeous and then well and then on in her demon form she looks even more epic is she just it's a great character there's a lot of
1: character artworks that i just love i don't i don't like the cheetos lips on some of the characters but i don't mind it so much it, i don't it's care it's for cool.
2: favaro but that's personally me that i don't he's
1: goofy and i like his character i just don't like his cheeto lips
2: i don't like his hair
1: I don't mind the, hairs. It's, it's all the right. hair; it's it's hair It's unique. It's unique. I like I like his lie. I, I, his lie. His lie sold me on him. He's like, look at me and tell me that, and so I know it's a lie. He's like, sure. I will look you in the eye, and he says, "I know exactly where Zed is." In his face, like cripples and stuff, <laughs> and it his breaking. And awesome. she looks, and and she
2: thinks that he looks creepy, so she beats yes. and slaps him across yes. the face. It's great. Um, I but yeah, the uh, Amira. I was I was already sold on her car- character artwork, and then she, <laughs> the funniest thing in the last episode—she ended up getting drunk. Mm-hmm. She was drinking, and I it it made her look absolutely adorable, and I it, it was just.
1: Okay. Oh, she! It, it was not not, not the her. fact that she got drunk, but they used the drunk to do that. Yeah, it, but it, it was just it, the fact that she opened up. Yeah, and, and it and it progressed after that that she opened up, and that was pretty much the okay. It was a nice. I whisper. guess I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna follow her through crappy writing. No, you're going to follow Rita.
2: Rita's not that big yet.
1: Oh, you know she's going to be good. I hope she's going to She be is big. now Kelsar's Amira. Or she's now... Uh, <laughs> Amira <laughs> to Faro is now Rita to Kessler. Okay, I got you. She'll make a pact. We'll work. We'll work with it. She'll get drunk at some
2: point. A- if any excuse... She'll get drunk any, off soda. Any, any excuse... <laughs> she's gonna get drunk off by the of way they food. did the
1: drunk off soda thing on that uh uh yuka is a is a hero they did it on there too <laughs> you're gonna like that
2: anyway yeah i any any excuse to make rita a bigger character I'm, I'm i'm on board with i liked her
1: yeah just a fun show it's definitely turning out to be a, a just a fantastic part of the season um yeah move forward Next show we're going to talk about is when supernatural powers become, or when supernatural battles become commonplace. And this show covers, uh, the, the plot about this show is the story focused on Senko High School Literature Club, uh, whose five members, Z Z Z Z and Zed, or actually Jurai, Tomoyo, Hatoko, Sayumi, and Chifuyu, or Chifuyu. Uh, have all have developed superpowers the superpowers have now become a part of their everyday lives as they battle against other wielders or w- others wielding similar powers that is very short synopsis <laughs> um essentially the main character is like a very high energy kind of character he's got a what is it what is it called a shinobi ch- yeah he's basically he believes that things are not what they seem there's always some kind of supernatural aspect to life you just gotta you should accept it kind of thing and he's constantly going off on these big long tangents well one time he's going off on this long tangent he's trying to make one girl accept that there's a possibility that there's something in the universe that might be supernatural and while doing so this light appears and suddenly all of them have superpowers and it progressed from there for them to basically try to develop these powers figure them out a lot of it's about naming giving them their own names uh silly stuff like that but um so far i've actually really enjoyed the show despite it kind of at first had a club school harem setting kind of thing right off the bat and it was kind of scaring me away but the main character was so kind of interesting and fun that it's not as bad as i thought it initially would be and i'm actually enjoying a lot of the side characters as well and just the the every day kind of things they do. They had a moment where one character was discovered their secret and they, they played off that. And then they had this other moment where they're just trying to get a name for their, their themselves as supernatural power wielders. And I think they recently just introduced another character. And that was kind of interesting because he was also had the same personality as the main character. And it's just, it's, it's a really fun show overall. I think it's very well animated, especially during the battles. Um they kind of show a lot of their abilities to create some pretty cool looking effects um but yeah, just just seeing each of their own powers, I think the only real downside to it is I was hoping that the main character would have something really interesting to his power. I'm sure they'll eventually reveal something to it later, but as it stands now, he's not too interesting in the power sense but i I have a lot of hope for it and i'm I've been enjoying it so far
2: on my end um I <sighs> I like this show. I really do. And I and I and I hate to do this, but I'm kind of almost going to have to. Um,
1: Andrew, if you like this, you're going to love uh, the Chunibio show. I already know that I'm going to love that show. I was getting around to watching it. <laughs> I actually wasn't turning on the show it, long it is, before you did. This, this is
2: almost like a light version of that show. It, it's, it's almost like it's playing off of the same feel. The only downside to this one is maybe I'm trying too hard to compare it to that show because it's the closest one that I've got to it. Um, in the aspect of the... the That this one... That show tried to very much um, almost... Uh, Make it Slice of Life. Not Slice of Life. It was like it was trying to... I guess Slice of Life would be good. good way of saying it. a lot more it. grounded. This one doesn't seem it, very it's grounded. It's a lot more this grounded. One this one silly. is not as grounded. This one's more... Um, well, what if what is the next level? And what if they actually did have powers? And and I think that that it plays well. Um, but there's still that that tendency to want to compare it to the other show. And that that show really, really delved into the 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 mindset of those kids and why they were doing what they were doing. This one, not so much. It's actually just playing with the the actual powers and what they're doing. I that doesn't mean that it's a bad show. I actually am very much enjoying it. I th- I love the k- comedy. I um, like the interactions, the character interactions. Um, it, it's it's a good show.
1: Good show. That's pretty much all I got. <laughs> just mm-hmm. this is a good show. I mean, not mu- not much to talk about it because it is more comedy related, and you can't really s- talk much about the comedy. It's just. It's funny. It's got some funny aspects to it. Uh, moving forward, we're going to go in into uh, they a really good show, it, which is Yona of the Dawn or Akatsuki no Yona, if you listen to our, our preview. Uh, the story revolves around Yona, the sole princess of the kingdom of Kokai. Um, like princesses in general, she lives a happy life in a castle filled with luxury with her father, King Il. I thought it was King 2 for the longest time. Um, her servant, Son Hak. Um, and her cousin and her love interest Suwon. Uh, however, everything changed on the night of her sixteenth birthday. Uh, intending to tell her father that she cannot forget uh, her love for Suwon, she visits. Uh, she visits his room, only to witness uh, her father being killed by Suwon, uh, who re- who reveals that he will become king. Uh, with Hak's help, they escape from the castle uh, to Hak's. The birthplace th- birth is going way past what we've already seen already. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, essentially the story is about uh, a kingdom where this this, this princess lives in. She's, she's very in the lap of luxury. She enjoys anything she wants. Um, her father is very much known for being a very peaceful king. He does not like war. He won't even pick up a weapon. Um, her mother was assassinated at some point. Um, and I think that's really kind of drives on why King Ill is the way he is. Um, But during that one night, she finds Suwon actually killing her father. And the story kind of progressed from there. It it kind of is a story that seems so far from what we've seen, not from what the synopsis is going into, that it's a a story about a princess who loses her kingdom and will probably build up to becoming a warrior, building an army to go back and reclaim her home is the assumption. But... A very fantasy feel from the moment i seen that that fantasy feel was there i was just sold on the show that it was going to be probably a, a really good show um the first episode really did uh kill my hype for the show because it was it was very badly paced um but episode 2 came in and said hey dude let's fix this look this is what actually happened let's let's hit all those drama those drama points we missed from the first episode and really dive in and that's when the moment I was like okay I'm I'm on this show let let's continue um I just love the atmosphere uh it's very tragic um I like that they're kind of telling more about King Eel, even though he was cut short really early um I think he's actually turned out to be a fantastic character Hawk is amazing um I'm kind of annoyed by Yona's being still stuck on Sawon, but there's a there's an element behind that, so it makes sense. But it just overall. Well, I don't think, really I don't think
2: that that much time has passed. I mean, I don't.
1: No, it's, I mean this is one night so yeah, far.
2: Yeah, it's 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 still she's still recovering in one day. I mean, her lover just killed her daddy. So <laughs>
1: yeah, it would be kind of messed up. It was. It's really a thing where she's just trying to she's trying to keep hold of that memory of things still being normal. And yeah. I think that. That hairpin that she has is really that symbolicism of of what she had before. yeah. The love, I can the see la- luxury, her her father being alive still. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so far it's just been really good and I hope that they continue to build up on this. I was afraid they were going to jump forward because the last part of the second episode, they did another leap forward to when she had her army. So I was kind of afraid that they were going to step away from that and go okay we're done we're we're now got the army let's go but then they they jump back again and they're 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 developing the characters
2: i think i think that this show is just excellent i'm i love the character artwork i i i felt the same way about the first episode i was like what just happened they're jumping all over the place and they're making taking way too many liberties with the show and with that being said i was like I'm not gonna give up on the show. I'm not gonna give up on the show. And the second episode, everything they cleaned it cleaned it up, and I was like, I went in and I and I told Andrew, I was like, they had to have taken the first episode and just said, yeah, they wanted to get those, they points wanted out there. to get those points out there, and they just had a certain amount of time, and then they were like, okay, episode two, now we, we should have you, you, you
1: see what we're trying to do here. The main reason why I'm now let to show you. Out. The main reason why I'm pointing that out is so that people know if you watch the first episode and you're turned off by that, don't be because it fixes. that's yeah, they, mainly they, why I'm pointing. I, it out.
2: And I agree. I what I was getting around to saying is that they they took the second episode and they were like, well, now that we've got you, let me let let's let's show you what really happened during those times that you're probably a little bit curious about, and this is what happened. And it and I think that they cleaned it up. Well, the second episode, I didn't feel like it was jumping around too much. The, that last the last part i was like they've got to be doing some kind of flash forward to show you what what the eventual thing is that they're getting gonna get to i would figure they're probably gonna get to that in like episode 16 or 17
1: (laughs) yeah because they're they're actually going 24 episodes on this one so it's it's we won't have it in our mid-season but we might do a episode on the side of it just because we're enjoying it so much
2: i i love this show i love the character art Did, did i say character artwork yet
1: yeah, the character artwork's good too.
2: Absolutely yeah. gorgeous character artwork. I love this. The, the combats are really good. The the scenic areas are great. Um, the, the main characters feel epic, and at the same time, they don't feel too overpowered. Um, I I I I can't wait to see uh, Yona come into her own, and and she because you can see that she looks epic in the in the final show. I I think I think that this is she cut her
1: hair. Yes, she cut her hair. Oh my gosh, that that kinda irritated me. But (laughs) it's like this is him only watching and it's like, cool, yeah. All right, cool. This happened. And okay, cool. And then out of nowhere, he's like, No. She cut her hair, and it's like in the, <laughs> opening. the, <laughs> the opening. The opening shows her with cut hair, I, and you never realized it the entire it the time. First, I, I didn't, didn't catch care. it.
2: It was in the first episode. I didn't yeah. catch it in the first episode. I caught it in the second time we watched it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, she cut her hair!" <laughs> and and I'm, I've, I'm I'm weird about this. It's 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 they kind of weird. Explain it court. well, though. I think that they're gonna they explain it well, and I th- I don't mind. I don't mind it so much. I don't like that she cut her hair because she does look really good with that long hair, but. I think her character artwork with the cut hair is good too. It's just,
1: I like. Yeah, they the hit they, they didn't technically get to it yet, but we're assuming the idea is that it's, she wants yeah, to because Suwon loved her hair. Suwon loved and her she, hair. She's probably going to eventually go. I, I, I'm done with Suwon, exactly. and I want to destroy what he was enjoying, or not really to get back at him, but I don't want that anymore. I want. Exactly. I don't want to remember him. Exactly. So I think it'll be well explained. But yeah, really enjoying the show. Definitely check it out if you like the fantasy feel. It's got a lot of romance in there as well. Um, just very very well done so far. So. And
2: it has a very epic opening. Yeah. I
1: mean, we had that in our uh, openings and mm-hmm. endings music of fall 2014. Uh, moving forward, we're going to go on into high school Seha Girls. And that's school spelt with cool. Had to point that out. Um, this is <laughs> really a story here. Uh, the story of the anime uh, will revolve around the Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, and Mega Drive, who have just enrolled in Seha Get... Seha Gaga Academy at Tokyo Haneda Z Station. Um, they are given an assignment needing needed to graduate by a suspicious teacher. Um, and to clear the assignment, they the girls need to enter a world of Sega games. Um, the girls must try their best to graduate without incident. They apparently have to get like 100 tokens by completing these different games. And I think they got one for the first game. They got five. They got five or she got five. Yeah, one of the uh, girls that Um This show, I will say right off the bat, if you are not a diehard old school gamer, you, this this show is just don't bother because you're not going to enjoy it. Um, I mean, if you like chibi characters and maybe some silly humor that you might get, but most of the humor is just really revolved around Sega platform games. It is, it is very much de- directed right straight at...
2: Gamers, And there, right. there's no no getting around it. This is not like humor that you can probably get if you don't uh, watch or if you don't play games. You're not going to get a lot of the jokes in this. It's it is directed straight at us.
1: And, and look, I, I would specifically say classic gamers because I think I've I've heard from just gamers that just don't I don't think they know about the classic game uh, scheme. Because all the, a lot of these jokes have been nothing but stuff from like Sega Genesis. Um, we're talking about stuff that's from uh, Sega Saturn. A lot of late recently Sega Saturn. Recently they did a little bit of Dreamcast, but this is like old games. This isn't seventh generation. This is not eighth generation kind of stuff.
2: Now, now, just to give you a perspective, I went into this show. I I knew nothing about what the show was. I didn't Same. know what the heck it was, um, and I had already gotten gotten. From somebody that that, that they said, I not This is a stupid show. It makes no sense. And I, I walked into it. I was like, okay, just to click it on because I, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who is the catch all. I'm gonna catch everybody every show at some point. And I, I go into the show, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? This girl is going on about her dog on Naruto. The I show
1: looks like like uh, it's basically Sega's. I think it's Sega's engine that's running this. I mean, it's. This is like uh, Hatsumiku Mirai stuff. I mean, this is chibi stuff. Yeah. So I wasn't really seeing very good. I mean, the the chibis themselves look very well animated. They look very colorful, very well done. It's just like the environments they're in just do not look that great. So, yeah, I was in the same boat, just walking and watching there. And then, yeah, she's starting talking about mo- uh, <laughs> She's going Naruto. on about
2: her Naruto. And I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? I didn't even catch the names at the time which mm. i thought was kind of now
1: that i think of it, 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 i i don't think That's i why I, laughed at, the name. I laughed at the naruto thing cuz like oh dreamcast please stop <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: and then and then all of a sudden i started going into these these jokes and the jokes had such great payoff for me as as yeah. a as a gamer knowing these games i was like i was rolling i absolutely started laughing so hard i was like and it just never stopped for the le- next 8 minutes. I, the first w- minute and a half I was like what is going on here? And then that last 8 minutes and then minutes, you realize it's a full
1: laughing. it's a full show and not a, a short. That blew me away. I thought this was gonna be a short.
2: A, no, it's it's a 10 minute.
1: Well, it's not like a full one. It's not like a 3 minute thing. But yeah, yeah 10 minutes. Um the, the thing for me it was the same exact reaction. I was I well I was basically covering the first impressions for every I was trying to get every show. So I'm like all right, high school, say how girls, let's do it. I gotta get every show done, and yeah, the, they're talking about they're coming in and they're talking about being next to uh. What I'm imagining, they're they're spoofing Atari, and they're coming in there, and I'm like, okay, this is the Sega school. She's walking in. All right, this doesn't look too great, and then the girl busts out the the little uh little boombox, and she's like, let's listen to the school anthem, <laughs> and she plays it, and it goes sega and then she's like whoa that was quick and that from that point on i was just laughing and they're they're bringing in some uh golden axe references trying to find a, a man that would match sega saturn's uh ideal man yes then they bring in the race car the race car is tumbling and she's like oh here's a shot of his face and it's him tumbling after the car wrecks and she's like i don't i'm more concerned about what's going on around there and they're like yeah it's Probably the car is worth more than his life, and he's still got 20 years of pay. I'm just laughing the entire time. And yeah, it, it like him, it, this is stuff that's aimed at me. The classic gamer, I get the jokes, and I'm loving them. Um, not to say if you don't get them in your classic gamer, you're bad or anything. It's just that they were they were hitting me in the right spots. And then that second episode with the, <laughs> the KOs, oh my gosh, I just... I was hurting. I was literally <laughs> I was literally physically hurting from laughing too much. And I'm like, this is this is great. I'm loving it. So
2: <laughs> it's almost what you want to tell him the joke, but it's like no, I just go and watch it. If you if you like
1: this. No, the entire episode he was going, Here it comes. No wait for it. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. There it is. I did not. You were doing that. You always do that with every show. But yeah, I just if you're a diehard old school classic gamer of the Sega platforms, you've played them. We we had all we had. Well, we didn't have Genesis, but we ended up getting it later. But we, we were in the 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 Sega genre, so we just we all these are really connecting with us. And if you're well, a classic we, gamer we, we in the up, Sega genre,
2: you're gonna love a lot of this. Stuff. We ended up going over our neighbor house and playing their yeah. segas. So right, it's not like we were out of the loop on segas.
1: Yeah, I had a I had a friend that had his Genesis, and I was like, man, this is so much cooler than that NES that we have. <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Really love it. Um, but again, if you're not in that realm, don't even bother with it. You're not going to enjoy it. It's it's just playing off those jokes, so you have to be able to get them. So, uh, moving forward from the funny to the more serious, we're going to go into Keisiju, uh which is Parasite in in the American audience. Uh, parasite, the Maxim. Um, and this show is uh, about a 17 year old boy named Izumi Shinichi. Uh, he lives with his mother and father in a quiet neighborhood in Tokyo. One night, worm-like aliens called parasites invade Earth, taking over the brains of human hosts by entering through the ears or nose. Uh, one parasite attempts to crawl into Sinichi's ear uh, while he sleeps, but fails since he is wearing earphones. And he tries to enter the, his body by burrowing th- um, his arm instead, uh, taking over his right arm and uh, and is named Miji. Well, that kind of just flowed right into that. But yeah, it's, it's basically trying to get into his brain. He has earphones, it stops, he tries to go in his nose, he oki blows it out, Um, then it jumps into his arm and he basically ties his arm up so that it cuts off the circulation and the parasite is forced to just basically burrow into his hand. Um, But that moves on to him basically trying to live with this the fact that he's got this parasite in his hand. The parasite wants to coexist because he'll die without Shinichi, um, so he basically forms a, a coexistence trust with him while also learning about the world because trying to. He, he, it's almost kind of mindless at first, but when he starts learning things about the world, he starts connecting things, communicating with Shinichi. Um, but the biggest problem is that this, this Migi, which is in his hand, um, is also can sense other parasites. And these other parasites are managing to get into the brains of humans, eating their brains, be, making them their host. And from that point, they're able to then disguise themselves as regular humans by, you know, changing their tissue formation and stuff. Um, But they're actively killing other humans and consuming their bodies. Whereas Migi in Shinichi's hand does not have to consume humans because he gets his nourishment from Shinichi. So he doesn't crave to kill people. But Shinichi knowing about these parasites now is kind of driven to the idea of stopping them. And that kind of forces him to actively pursue what Migi would tell him. Hey, there's a parasite nearby. Get away. Shinichi's like, I need to stop them. Nobody else knows about these. And they're killing hundreds of people. And there's tons of reports of these killings. He wants to stop them. At the same time, he's also trying to hide the fact that he does have this parasite in his hand by just living his normal life, and there'll be moments like where somebody's beating him up that he's afraid Miki will slice the crap out of this guy because he's seen it kill something before. Um, so that's that whole moment there. What I'm really enjoying about this show is it, it's it's got a lot of commentary and it. it's 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 diving into the idea of humans not being at the top of the food chain anymore. Uh, Miki's not is confused by Shinichi's mentality of why is it bother you that my people are killing your people because you you eat cows. So what's the difference here? Um, and then it's also got this really interesting element of the just the 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 bonds between Migi and Shinichi. Shin, uh, Migi will constantly tell him I am coexisting with you but you do not control me and there will be often points where, where Shinichi is trying to tell him that he, he's in control and then suddenly Migi will turn on him like I can gouge your eyes out and be just fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Do
1: you want me to do that? I can do that right now. It's just those moments where it really kind of... You think that they're coexisting and and being buddies, but they're not. They're constantly showing that there's there's only cohabitation here. There isn't let's be buddies. So keep that in mind going forward kind of thing. Um, And that whole element. And it's just just a weird show. A lot of weird elements to it. It, I mean, it's grounded. It feels real. But there's just a weird aspect to it that I really enjoy. I'm enjoying it thoroughly.
2: There... On my end, I, I, I do enjoy this. I like the dark humor. Um, I think that a lot of the jokes are very smart. Um, I think that they're very clever in the way that they 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 come across in, in a lot of things. They make you think. They make you kind of um, kind of make considerations. And I think that that, that is a mark of a good show. I love the artwork. The artwork is absolutely extravagant. Um, love the opening. Um, I think that this is... Definitely a top runner for for the one of the picks of the season. I, yeah, I, I don't know that I'd necessarily say that it is the best show of the season, but it's definitely one of the top runners. Um, and I'm definitely watching it, and I'm enjoying it very much.
1: Yeah, in the, in the vein of like the sci-fi modern day kind of setting, it's definitely taking the pick for me. Um, I think probably stay is probably right there with it, but that's more because I really like that world. So. Um, it is based off, like, a, a sh- uh, manga that was back in, like, 19, nine, uh, ni- 1988 to, like, or 1995 or something like that. Really old uh, manga, but it's just, to have it finally adapted, I think, is really, really cool because I've always wanted to read that book. I just never got around to it. Um, moving forward, we're going to go on into A Good Librarian Like a Good Shepherd. And that is, uh, I don't know if I can say that, that that name it daito so, Daitoshokan no hitsu i think it's jikai yeah um but yeah this this show i don't know if i have a synopsis here yeah i do uh set in the vast and prestige zed academy uh zed is a student and the only member of the library club when zed was young he aspired to read all book all ma- all the magic books in the world i didn't know it was magic books specifically those was books um but yeah, um, he, basically when he was younger, he, he just he's, he wants all he read all books and this guy confronts him and says, "There's one book that is a magical book that is has contains all knowledge of the world, but it's kept inside a magic library and nobody can enter there. Well, he says, want I want to enter there and I want to read it." Well, the guy says, okay, here's a ticket and once you find that magic library, this will allow you to get into it. So apparently you can't get into the library, but you can with this ticket so he kind of broke his own logic there but um but yeah then it fast forward and you're coming into the school the, the Zed is just starting uh or not I don't think he's yeah he's just starting at the school um when he enters he sees he finds this one girl is kind of ganky and one well not she's not ganky she's just trying to be hyper because she wants to draw attention to her because she wants to people to join her club and her club is just basically let's make school fun. It's not really, a, it doesn't really have any meaning to it, but... She wants to change herself. Yeah, there's deeper meaning somewhere in there if you wanted to ch- go she for it. She said she wanted to change herself. Um, but anyways, at some point as he's walking away, he has this precog, he he, he claims that he's always had this ability to see what's going to happen, and it just happens again, and it shows this girl getting hit by this derailing train. Um, so he runs back there and says, you got to get away from here, drags her away, of course she falls over, he gropes her for several seconds. Um, everybody sees it. Um, but then the train wrecks right there. It actually happened, um, which didn't really sound too explosive, but the train wrecked. Uh, moving forward, he basically continues on with his life. He wants to be alone, but then everybody's kind of getting these little text messages showing him groping her. This this so-called shepherd is texting everybody and putting everywhere on, on the internet this picture, and he's kind of defaming him. Um, but through his kind of now meeting friends. They're kind of helping him out. He's got, he's got a best friend that I think is from his prior school. And, um, there's a girl that is the friend of the girl that he grew up And They end up figuring out a way of getting it resolved, but it all leads to them, him basically joining this club that she wants to make, which ends up being in the library. And there's always this element that there's a shepherd who is kind of testing him. And in testing him, it's to find out who would be the next, Shepherd for this this library, magical library, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, but so far, I mean, it's 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 not a bad show in my opinion. It's been it's been enjoyable. Uh, there's been a few cute moments, but I just don't really feel like it's going anywhere so far. I'm hoping that this whole magical library thing is going to be interesting. I'm hoping that the test that they're talking about with the shepherd is going to be interesting, but they really haven't gotten into it yet. So I don't really have any. The music is terrible. Um, it's very wonky, off and on. I, I have to mention that. Um, I was watching the last episode and I was trying to write a mental note that it's just it's out of nowhere, like goofy music playing, and there's not really anything goofy going on. But it looks all right. What do you think? You love it? Uh it's it's mediocre as far as
2: a harem is concerned. Until the and I and I think that this one falls into the same. Is it harem?
1: Yeah, it's harem. I've only seen like one girl actively re- pursuing him. I guess you're right. I mean, I, I mean, it's got a ten. It's got elements there, but I don't think it really has the boom. There's three girls coming after him.
2: Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, the the the, the problem is 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 that this this show is very similar to the the. I get the same. Pro- I have the same problem as I see with that uh, Fruit of It's 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 got a a. I wanted to call it. A, I want to call it a harem. I I really want to call it a harem, like, <laughs> but I I see those those elements there, but I don't see the the main plot. It, it's just not driving. That main plot is not driving the show strong enough to say, oh yeah, okay. Now I'm watching it because of this. Right now, the only thing that I'm watching it for is a bunch of girls and the guy doing. Well, okay, I guess we could just go with what we do know, why I
1: can say it is, is club show. Um, well, it's, it's the problem that I'm having is the main character is boring as hell. And it is for a good reason. He is a bookworm. They say that right off the bat. I am a bookworm. I hate dealing with people. And there is an element there where the, the Genki girl is kind of or the girl that's trying to change her life. She's trying to push him into she's, a, she's becoming the reason why he's breaking out of that. But as it stands now, he's boring. The other characters are kind of boring. There, there, there's a couple points where there's some humor in there, but yeah, like you, like I agree with you. There's nothing really. I don't see one certain thing here that I'm going. Okay, that's what I'm latching on to.
2: Well, I can I can go on the characters. I mean, the characters are at least enjoyable to me, but
1: they're boring to me. They're
2: they're not doing anything, and that that's the main problem. I I. I Without them doing much of anything, you don't really see the characters as what they should be. I mean, all you see is them being goofy and and
1: yeah. The last episode we made pillows or seat pillows. Yay! Oh, really? We made seat pillows. That that would be the episode I didn't see. So <laughs> there um, was nothing there. It was kind of interesting when they were going after the girl for the uh the tune the tone the tone uh yeah. the toner thing, and it's like. They didn't do it. it. Nothing really came of it. It was like, okay, something interesting here. What's the what's the story about the the toning thing? And it's like, okay, she just doesn't trust anybody. All right, moving on.
2: Yeah, just, it doesn't it, seem like it do anything. And that and that, and that's the thing. I mean, did they add her to the? I want to call her harem. Did they add her <laughs> add her to the the club at least? Apparently, she's in the picture right here. But not she in the show? Not in the, the show, in the in show the yet. Episode. No, no, okay, no. Um, but no, it, that and that's the thing. It's like. Well, the it, it, the
1: shepherd said there was going to be something there. Wait, Ugh. frustration. Oh, well, <laughs> they they went to see her though, and I'm I'm assuming after this she'll come in. All right, because they took care of her. Okay, she was sick.
2: Okay, so yeah, this one is about the same as as uh, Fritz Grisaya for me. It's about me- mediocre. I can't I can't really say yes. Go watch it. It's it's kind of in the middle and. I really want to see more to the to the ending to see if I can really honestly suggest it or
1: not. All right, we'll move on to Shirobako, which I don't think this even has an explanation. I, it's just basically it, it's, this show is about this one girl. Um, I, is it Aoi? I thought it was about a group of girls. I mean, it was supposed to be about a club. No, I did not want that. Okay, coming towards this show, I, I initially thought it was going to be here's these like five girls they're going to have fun in the school club they're going to make animation and there is this girl that does a cg this girl does the, the the writing this girl does all the anyways and then it fast forward and now Aoi is now in a an actual studio in an actual real animation studio and then it goes crazy from here and like I said before this is a PA works kind of thing so I was like okay, this is going to be the breakout for me from the, the previous stuff because it doesn't look like there's many boys. It's a joke there. I know a lot of people are, like, yelling at me right now. Um, but anyways, it really starts becoming, okay, they're actually making a real animation here, and they're having to deal with the struggles of animation. And it, it everything from what I'm seeing and what, from what I know of real animation studios Seems legit. This seems really grounded. They're dealing with real situations. They're dealing with real stresses. They're dealing with real... They have all the right uh, people for every role. All of it seems really good. They're really making an animation here. They're struggling with certain things. But then I realize by the third episode, this show is actually really boring. I mean, it, it, is, it is very interesting. And I'm engaged. I'm watching. I'm. I'm soaking it all in. 'm I'm, I'm enjoying the the drama i'm enjoying the the fear of missing a schedule the the passion they have with certain things but it's boring nothing's entertaining here I'm not enjoying the characters I'm not enjo- i mean they're cute characters very good art visually it's beautiful but it's not entertaining I, I I don't find enjoyment out of watching them work and they're essentially doing that they're working it's it essentially as a reality TV show that's reality not not reality tv show like we have where it's fake drama and more production than actual real shows it's a real reality show and you're watching a a studio do their work and that's not fun or entertaining to me i I want i don't really necessarily want romance i would like good characters with some depth to them and i think they're probably going to start getting into that coming up here soon because i think they're gonna i think they're supposed to do some kickback to they, they've gotten through an episode, and they're going to do some more kickback and story, backstory and them meeting up with the voice actress and stuff like that. So I think it might get more a little more entertaining. But as it stands now with three episodes, it's interestingly boring. And I hate saying that because I was really wanting to love the show. Characters
2: drive a show, unfortunately. <laughs> and I just... I I... I find everything that they're doing very interesting. I love seeing the, the this this I see I like seeing the the, 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 the key animator. I love seeing that I, I love seeing the, the the director and 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 the the, the screen uh, writer and all that I, I love seeing all that and how it all works and it's so cool to see all this stuff but it's boring. I mean,
1: there's, thank you. I was hoping you would agree with
2: me. I I I'm I'm I I hate saying that because I un, like I said, unfortunately characters drive a show and
1: I, I think the first episode was so great because you were just meeting those characters and you were in yeah. it was very fast-paced, a lot of music, goofy little races and stuff. But then it it's going into the production and they don't sit still for long enough for you to really grab onto those characters. Yeah, They had a little bit of it in the last, the recent episode, episode three. They kind of had this brief moment where they were, they went over to this key animator here and, and this other girl wanted to watch her and had a brief moment of, who oh, they're going to do something. And then they, they, they okay, let's go. Next one, next part, next part, next part, next part. And they never sit, I don't think they sit still long enough to really dive into the characters. Yeah. And the yeah, only I, character maybe is Aoi and when she had her little mental breakdown, but that's not interesting. It, it's it, and it, and it's such a
2: frustrating thing because I I had a lot of hopes for the show. I was like, this is going to be such a cool show. Yeah, you got cutesy moe characters doing anime, and I I get to learn while I get to watch these characters, and it's like I'm not getting all. I'm getting is just a bombardment of the the anime industry and 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 don't get me wrong and, and that's and that's the frustrating thing this was the first i don't thing want is. i don't want anybody to come away from this review under thinking that we don't like the show because it's boring because we it's very very interesting show like it like i said i mean i i don't know how to describe it other than what i said' it's, I love seeing this. I love seeing that. All these cool little things that we talk about all the time. As, as, as critics, we talk about the director. We talk about the 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 mangaka. We talk about the the director. We talk about the the screenwriter. We talk about the the composer. We talk about all these things we talk about. But we never really we know we have a general idea of what they do, but we don't see how it all works together.
1: Right, that's the main thing is it's it's how it connects with each other.
2: So so seeing that is really interesting but the show is just not the characters you're not entertaining. are not in, in, yeah, yeah not entertaining. you're just not the characters are not entertaining enough to drive the show and I I hate saying that. I really do.
1: I do too. I I, I wasn't looking forward to talking about it and I, I stopped doing my impressions on the episodes because it's like I I don't I don't want to bash this. I want it I think it's a it's a very it's kind of like watching uh how it's made. Little television series, the shows where they they show um, how something's manufactured. It's like you're watching it and you're like you're you're sucked in cuz you're like you're 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 bringing in the input. You're you're absorbing everything that's happening and then, but you're you're not smiling, you're not laughing, you're not you're not going, "Oh, oh my gosh, it's just you're just watching. You're just soaking what they're doing." Yeah. And that's it. And that kind of—I think I, that's
2: a—I think that's an actual a, an excellent way of saying it. Seeing, oh, see, like watching, watching how it's made. You you going, mm-hmm. absorb the information. You you're interested in seeing. Oh, this is how they put a put a soda in a in a soda bottle. That's that's interesting.
1: You're not entertained. You're by never going to remember it. <laughs> if somebody asked you how it's done, you're like, yeah, I remember watching the make the sodas, but you're never going to go. Man, I want to watch. I'm never going to watch this a second time. This is not a rewatcher. Um, but yeah, I, I want to watch it. the day.
2: Watch they turn around and they just blow us away in the next few episodes. I'm and hoping, we're going like, to
1: Like I always say, I want another Hanansake Roha. <laughs> Give me another one. And it, know, it has, then, a, then lot, then it has all we, a lot then of that Then, then all something. we
2: have to do is, is come back and say, look, get through the first three episodes. It's so worth it. You know, well, I, yeah, that's what I want to say.
1: The, the thing that really sold me on the first episode was when they were first starting to ask uh, different uh, animated directors to take over on certain things as key animators. And it's like... And there was a rivalry between these two characters. And I was really like... I'm like, ooh, this is, feels like Hanasaki Roha, I'm getting the feels. And then it went back to, let's spin... Twenty minutes sitting around a table talking about this main character and how she's not being portrayed correctly. I
2: did like that 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 particular exchange. I liked uh, the the director going. Dude, yeah, they're spout
1: between each other. Yeah, yeah. not the lo- table talk. That. No, I didn't. The round table talk was like, oh my gosh, shoot me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I loved the director coming in and saying, "Look, okay, I've got to explain. Do you, to you want guys another why- this
1: incident? Do you want more filler? No, we don't want filler. Yeah, can we make it in time? That stuff. Yeah, good."
2: I, I love that but but like I said that's you're you're talking about what two scenes then uh, the the two the, minutes. you got the drive the, the 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 little the little race thing that, that that would be a third scene okay we've got three episodes and three scenes that are kind of worth it I mean that, yeah. that are memorable yeah and memorable and, enjoyable and and it's like all I really Outside of those three scenes, all I'm really getting out of this show is the the, the envelope that goes
1: back and forth. Constantly. The envelope, they're going back and forth. Yes, <laughs> she's going over here. She's going over here. She's going over here. She's going over here. She's going. Yeah, that K. Okay, yeah. All right, let's move on before we bury ourselves anymore because I really don't want to bash everybody, that show. I really don't want to bash that show. Everybody's
2: gonna hate us because of this. And, and, and like I said, it's it's it it sucks. It, we really really want to love that show. All
1: right, our next one is called Yuki Yuna. Is a hero, or Yuki Yuna wa yūsha de aru, or da aru. Anyways, um, this show, and this is the one that kind of threw us completely off when I yes. preview. This was um, this
2: was a this was cut us for loop.
1: This story takes place in an era of gods, year three hundred. Yuna Yuki lives in an ordinary life as a, in a as a second year middle school student. But she's also a member of the Hero Club. This club is uh, that where club activities involve dealing with a mysterious being called Vertex.
2: Okay, okay, wait, 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 Okay, the now, now
1: let's go back again. Genres, genres, slice of life, school. Where
2: did you? Where is the slice?
1: That was of life? what we had before. Okay, all right. Now we. Now it's magic. <laughs> the fantasy, fantasy. magic
2: <laughs> slice of now life. Now it's different. <laughs> Okay, when we went into this in the in the preview, all we had to go on was the PVs. We had this this synopsis that didn't seem to make any sense compared to what the show was The um, genres was the big The genres trip. was throwing us for a loop and we were like we were trying to do our best to make sense of what was going on and we were like, "Okay, what we do know is there is puppets involved. <laughs> we in do know s- that there club. is a girl, <laughs> there is a club. We do know that there is a girl in a wheelchair. So we went off of slice of life. What it looked like was a cl- was a club that was doing puppets. So we were like, okay, this is gonna be a feel-good. The vertex show. are probably
1: one of the puppets and the other puppets the hero in a fight. No, 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 no,
2: no. I didn't get to that yet. So then we went into the synopsis and we were like, okay, heroes and all this junk, and we were like, okay, they're they're fighting a mysterious being. Okay, puppets, we're we're going with it, okay? And so <laughs> And then we watched the first episode. Was I'm it the like, first episode or the second episode that they pop?
1: No, the first episode. The first episode was like, okay, yeah, club. They're doing this puppet for a bunch of kids. Was like, oh, this I, is I, boring. I'm oh sitting here. Gosh, I'm, I'm getting excited
2: because I'm seeing the feel good. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah this is going to work. This is going to work.
1: This looked terrible. And then, bored and then out of my
2: mind, what happens this rant, she She gets a text message at first that says something about them. Yeah, even You're then I was the I was like, scores. what in the world what is that in about? The world is it? Okay, I'm I'm like, okay, maybe that she just got a, a score that said she's some kind of super high. Yeah, IQ that's what I was something. thinking. Yeah. All right, okay, we, we we'll go with it. And we keep going. Why on won't she tell her sister,
1: it? oh well, maybe she doesn't want to <laughs> show her up.
2: <laughs> and then the time freeze.
1: Everything freezes except for these four girls. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? I'm like, okay, maybe they're just doing this weird delusional my, thing. My, and then they're like, <laughs> the sensei is still frozen, and I'm like Okay, And and, and my my hopes for a feel-good show are just slowly shattered. And my interest is going up. (laughs) See, that's that's the balance. You're like, oh, good feel-shit show. And I'm going, boring Moe school club garbage. (laughs) Then freeze. Oh, I'm losing my feel-goods. Hey, something interesting for
0: once. (laughs)
1: And yeah, and then, the, and then the girl's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you all—you're all part of this big project to fight this vertex thing that could destroy the world." And I'm like, "Holy crap! It went magical, girl. Did not see this coming." <laughs> and then the cool—the the, the transformations—they have like swords, uh, strings, guns, and punching gloves. I'm like, "Okay, cool. Magical girls with cool weapons, not wands and magic and, and friendship." And I almost have a slight... And I'm not going to say this for sure, so don't quote me on it later and go, you were wrong. I have a slight feel of Madoka. Yep. A lot of you. people are are referencing this might end up being a Madoka. And that ruins me because I'm constantly going, somebody's going to die here in a second. Somebody's going to die within the first four episodes. I don't, I know get, the,
2: it. I don't get the vibe that I it's going to be that dark. I don't think it's going to be
1: dark, no. I don't get it. I was pointing out, we were because we were kind of discussing if it was going to be a Madoka. At some point in the second episode one of the girls is really ticked off that this other girl didn't tell them that hey our lives are at stake here why didn't you tell us because somebody could have died i was like ooh, this is getting dark this could turn madoka and then the ganky girl starts goofing around to try to cheer her up while she's upset and they wouldn't let the drama continue they were forcing it out by the joke is like no, it's not gonna be a Madoka because it doesn't seem like they want the Sirius. They were pushing the Sirius out purposely. So I yeah, I don't I don't see it happening, but it could.
2: Now, no, no, don't really get me crazy. wrong. Just because I didn't get a feel good show out of this doesn't mean that I'm turned off on of it. It, it. It does look interesting. I like the way that they're taking it. Um,
1: I'm entertaining. I don't usually like magical girls, so get, take. I that. do.
2: I do like what you were you were saying that you did like about a certain the 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 wheelchair char- character. I I do like the. way like how they handled, handled her. her. Yes. I do like that. Um, uh, I. I like the way that they're doing the character artworks in, in Magical Girl. I don't care for the CG. It's it's okay, but it's not it's not yeah. it, it's not particularly
1: exceptional. They usually use the CG on the characters when they're far away, and I don't mind that so much. It's not as obvious. Usually when they're close up, they're not using the CG and I do mm-hmm. like that they do that. It does suck that they use it, but most of the time it does look good. The enemies they're fighting are full on CG and does look a bit jarring, but Overall, it's not as bad as most. I mean, it's it's right there with Cross Ange. It's like I don't hate it, but I don't like it any either way, either way.
2: Yeah, I, I'm I'm and you haven't seen I'm the Sundata yet.
1: Oh, you haven't seen the last episode.
2: Um, I'm I'm hopefully optimistic at the moment.
1: <laughs> they have a Sundata, and she is totally textbook Sundata. But it turned I, out cute. That's not gonna hurt me. It it turned out cute. It's really not gonna hurt me. But yeah, I I like I said, I don't like Magical Girls. Um, but I'm somewhat interested in this one. I guess they hooked me. They, 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 they tricked me because I probably would have dismissed this really quickly. Oh, here comes a magical stroll. It shocked me to the point. Where I'm like, okay, cool. But I do like the weapon choices they have and it's not just magical friendship. Poodoo, so, poodoo, poodoo.
2: so it, compared to our, 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 our preview, uh, the, this one kind of, it duped us. We got duped.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we, and, and got we, us.
2: and we gracefully, uh,
1: Except our dupe, <laughs> yeah, That happens every now and then. Um, we're, we're we're wrong every now and then. Um, anyways, moving forward. Yeah, this one I knew what I was coming into from the beginning, and <laughs> uh, yeah, um, this is called gonna be the twin tails or ore suitaru ni Narimasu.
2: Yeah. Now, now just, just out of curiosity, okay, when you went into this show. What were you looking for?
1: I was looking... I actually came in the show fully expecting it was going to be a terrible, stupid show. Okay. So, I was not... I I think the problem with most people is they come into this thinking it's going to be something great. So, I will tell you, right off the bat, first before we get into anything, this show is stupid. (laughs) Everything about this show is stupid. And they know it's stupid. (laughs) So come into the show expecting this will be a stupid show. Stupid story, stupid plot, stupid interactions, everything no logic whatsoever. Don't even bring logic into your brain when you're watching it. Otherwise just turn you're your going to at your brain off it. Your brain's board. gonna blow up because you can't bring logic into it. Yeah. Do you wanna get this plot out there real quick?
2: There isn't a plot. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just said there's no plot. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, essentially Zed is an ordinary high school boy that is obsessed with twin tail <laughs> he hair. He's an ordinary obs- high school He's ordinary boy. high school obsessed with hair. Uh, twin tail. Um, one day he encounters a mysterious girl named, uh, Turur, I think is how they say it. Thoros. Thurur, thur- through. Wow, oh. that, that, yeah, I'm glad they changed it to twirl. Uh, twirl from a parallel world when, oh, from a parallel world, wow, see, I'm already breaking right now. Uh, from a parallel world where monsters appear, when into- monsters, are-
2: she <laughs> came from the
1: the parallel
2: world at the same time as the monsters. Okay,
1: I decided to turn off my brain while talking about the synopsis <laughs> as well as you're already going into I'm gonna watch
2: this show mode.
1: <laughs> Anyways, the girl shows up, says, "Hey, there's these this big organization called Zed that is going to that goes from planet to planet and takes attribute powers from people to because f- they they feed on it." And this is essentially, it's not love. They, they purposely point out that it's not love or friendship. It's really the desire for something. And this this professor girl ends up seeing his desire for Twin Tails and thinks that he would be the perfect person to fight because they're after Twin Tails. Well, not really. At first, they're after Twin Tails. Um, but they're after things like this Twin Tails. They're after the love for Bloomer, uh, 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 sports shorts, stuff like that. Goofy little things that people would desire for. And they'll send him to this gate, and it'll take away that that desire for it, and it'll feed them, and the person forgets it. So he's upset at this idea that the twin tails may be removed from the world. So he fights, but his transformation turns him into a small girl with twin tails. A lolly, a lolly, yeah. And it's I needed to, the, I needed to <sighs> confirm that one. It's hard to explain this show. It, it's just the moment-to-moment stupidness of it that is hilarious. They had this moment where, okay, so your immediate thought is, "Man, he's gonna be pervy about this." It, a dude turning into a little girl. <laughs> they played it. They played. They it actually hilarious. played the joke. It was great. I'm thinking the entire time, "Oh, this is gonna get so dirty," and that he's stroking the hair, and I'm just like,
0: <laughs> "Oh my hair. gosh, this
1: is so hilarious!" I just little things like that. Um, when they were in the cafe, and he's talking, he's he's getting the do- download from this this professor girl about what's going on. And he just, like, spontaneously decides to start twirling the hair of his <laughs> friend.
2: It's, it's friend.
1: <laughs> it's just great. And I love that they have this element of him kind of being pursued by this professor promiscuously that his childhood friend doesn't beat the crap out of him like usually. She beats the crap out of this stupid <laughs> yes. promiscuous woman. And I love it. I love it over and over again. Um, I will admit there's a lot of moments in this show where it's kind of a little bit low, but... Overall, I've just been just loving the stupidness of it, and it's hard to explain why I enjoy it. But I guess it's turning into the show. It's turning into a guilty pleasure, I guess, for me. Because I know a you lot know, of people just I, absolutely I, hate I,
2: it. I almost get get it's it's almost like a um it's it's just toying with, just throwing all the rules out the out. The, yeah, it's out like we're not going to try. It's almost like Outbreak Company for me.
1: Oh, that hurts! Outbreak Company, don't do that.
2: No, because Outbreak Company did just almost just by that exact- element,
1: just by that element. They're throwing yes, them out. They, yeah. They're throwing
2: out the rules. Not necessarily that not it's the show on the same itself. not the same caliber, but I I like the way it's just throwing the rules out the book and 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 I just I think that it works for what it's trying to do. Don't like like my brother was saying, don't go in there expecting to get something really deep or anything out of it. Just go in there and just <laughs> Have fun. I mean, you, that's really what this show is.
1: Is It, 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 it feels fun, like yeah. it's just having Don't fun. Don't take it seriously. Yeah, like the, the first battle consists of this lizard guy is obsessed with toys being with the girls. So they bring this little lolly, adorable lolly girl, really young girl, and he grabs her. And of course, you're thinking, oh, man, what is he going to do? This poor little girl. <laughs> She's He's got like, twin tails. <laughs> he, he puts her down and, and they, they concoct a... A chair full of stuffed animals, and he goes, "Go play." He's each of these enemies have their own thing they're obsessed with. This particular guy was obsessed with lollies and dolls. Too
2: powerful. (laughs) So
1: as he's fighting this lizard, he he doesn't know his own strength. He ends up running into a wall, and the lizard shows up behind him. And you're thinking, "Oh no, he's going to attack him!" No, he holds up a stuffed bear and says, "Can you please hug this?" (laughs) And it's got this lizard face asking for him to hug it, and then later on when he's beating the crap out of this lizard guy, he's like, "You're done, right?" And he's like, "No, I'm not done. Not until I give you all these stuffed animals." <laughs> it's just, it's just dorky. Don't take it seriously. It's stupid, but it's funny in that way. So yeah, I'm gonna stop, not stop gushing and telling that it's a stupid show over and over again. Anything else you want to add to it? I mean, it doesn't look fantastic of a show the battle scenes do look pretty good every now and then sometimes it looks a little wonky but it visually the combat looks decent so yeah just I'm, not much of it. i'm on board all right moving forward we're going to one that you're definitely not on board with and that is your lion april or shigatsu wa kimi no uso and that show is about a piano prodigy zed dominated the competition and an all child musicians knew his name all child musicians knew his name um but after his mother who was also his instructor died he had a mental breakdown while performing a recital uh, that resulted in him no longer being able to hear the sound of his piano even through his hearing even though his hearing was perfectly fine even two years later uh, Zed hasn't touched a piano and views the world in monotone and without any flair or color. He was content at living out his life with his good friends, Tsubaki and Watari, until one day a girl changed everything. Kaori, a pretty uh, free-spirited violinist whose playing uh, style reflects her personality, helps Kosei return to the music, uh, music world and show that it should be free and mold-breaking, unlike the, instru- the structured and rigid style Kyosei was used to.
0: Boom. Yeah.
1: I'm going to let you start this one out. I don't want to bash it. Really? Yeah. You're going to bash it? Some of it. Oh. I think, okay, 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 I think it's a beautiful show. Very visually beautiful. Um, it's got a lot of really great elements to the show. I really like the drama that they produce. I like what he's going through. I think it, it feels grounded. It feels believable. It feels strong emotionally. Um, there's a couple moments in the show where I, I felt really impacted. Um, it's got a, it's got a really good story to tell, and I'm loving that aspect of it. I just don't particularly like Cowrie, and they're trying to sell. Them. They they they're doing. They're going out of their way to sell this violinist um, as being. You want to fall in love with this girl, fall in love with her, because they're constantly doing these slow motions, and I just don't particularly think she's very likable, but that's just me. That's my personal preference. I don't like her as a character, but the rest of the show, I love it. I love the what they're going through, what they're dealing with, and I do believe the slow motion, constant slow motion is his perspective. I, I understand that, but I just don't particularly like her as a character. That's it. I've, and I've given up on the the, the the childhood friend I don't care about that too much more because <laughs> I know it's gonna oh, I always gonna end up leading to that
2: I was gonna I was gonna say you're you're already on board with the childhood friend and we, and we just started the show it's like,
1: no it's not <laughs> that I it's not that I particularly care for the childhood friend. It's just they're harping on it too much that you're like it's it's like you see a, a sign down the road and you just know it's coming. it's like here you, all the tropes are in line. She's acting like she doesn't care about him, but they're going to eventually, he's going to fall in love with a violinist, uh, violinist, and then he's going to start playing piano again, and then his childhood friend, who specifically said she likes him when, more when he was a pianist, she's going to start falling in love with him again because he's going to start playing piano again, and then she's going to realize that this new Kairi girl is his new love, and then she's going to be heartbroken, and then she's going to, it's just, it just seems very obvious is, is the problem. <laughs>
2: Just enjoy the story. Why do you have to plan the
1: whole thing out already? Because it's obvious. <laughs> so it's what? It's obvious. And it's, it's, it's just like, okay, get invested in this because we're going to break your heart later. No, I already know what's going to happen. Why would I get invested in when I know you're going to... Why would I say I like that soup when you're just going to pull away from me in a second? I w- what... <sighs> why does it have to be there why does that element have to be there why can't you just tell me the story about him breaking out of his darkness why does it have to include childhood friend named uh, childhood friend a uh, formula taken out of the book of childhood friends put that into the story now let's let's make him like this other girl now let's break because her heart.
2: it's 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 revolving around music i it's mean it's
1: overdone
2: it doesn't matter who cares why does it have to be there if it's why who cares and why does it have to be there it's an enjoyable story. I mean, I like the
1: character. Does it require like?
2: her to be there? I don't really even care what, <laughs> what what's going to end up happening in the end.
1: But why does me saying that I don't like that aspect of the childhood friend bother you when I said everything else about the show is great? Why does that bother you that I'm bothered by that?
2: Because you're going to end up getting turning yourself off of the show.
1: But that's a reason. There's a valid reason for me not liking that's not it. It's not
2: what I'm talking about. You're focusing so much on it, you're not you're not going to enjoy the story.
1: What makes you think that I'm focused? I just said like ten minutes of greatness of it, and then <laughs> two minutes of I don't like the childhood friend idea.
2: Anyway, on my end, I love the artwork, I love the the story, I love the music, um, I love the 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 way that everything is playing out. Um, I can't dot, really dot, think. Dot of it. I can't there's really. There's nothing think else in the it. show that he cares about. I can't really think of anything that is actually turning me off, honestly. Um. I do think that the the, the the childhood friend will become an issue at some point, and I don't like that. Um, but I think that actually I'm already pretty much sold on the the target girl per se, the main love interest. I think that I'm pretty much sold on her, and I don't I don't like that they're going to hurt
1: the childhood friend. But that's the thing; it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's something that's going to happen. It's showing that obviously he needs this girl. Yeah. and it, it, they shown obviously that the childhood friend was not fixing him well she's 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 fixing him by showing him you need to go see this girl and that's yeah. great that she did that but they really quickly showed you this childhood friend doesn't really doesn't really respect him she doesn't want to help him she really kind of points out that like I said that that comment that she made about I liked you better when you were playing piano it was like wow that's really degrading. Do you really like mean, anything what, else about him? I mean, him? I don't... It may have been just a, a quick joke remark, but they've really shown that this cowardly girl, even though, I, like I said, I don't particularly care for her as a character, she is obviously what he needs, and she will fix him. And I like that element. It's just, it bothers me that they're going to eventually bring it back to the childhood friend because of the flashbacks that they really, keep having of her watching him so intently as a child.
2: I think that's more along the lines of she was she was trying to she obviously couldn't nurture him back into playing, it, playing the piano so she's trying a different direction and now she's trying this next direction to try and get get him going and by i mean it's a, it's already obvious that she set set this girl this girl up with the the other boyfriend and she obviously left it open so that she could be there with um what's his name Arima nobody cares Um, and so, (laughs) so, I mean, he's, he's, she's already shown that she's very much interested. She wants him to start playing the piano again because it's something that she treasures that he did. I don't think it was necessarily a, a course thing. I think it was really more of a, she wanted to, she trying so hard to find a way to get him to go back to the music that he loved. Yeah, she
1: obviously cares for him because she says that he's stuck and i want i i and i want him to come out of that
2: unfortunately by introducing it i at some point she's obviously going to figure out hey this girl's getting too close to my man you know type
1: thing it it seems like it's like she knows that it's happening but she just just lets it happen because she knows it'll fix him that's what's kind of bothersome part about it of course she's asked if you like him no i just he's more like a little brother and it's like yeah it's not gonna stick Anyways, we need to move forward because uh, we're running a little long. We're going to move on into Terraformars. I don't even know what kind of story I really want to tell on this one. Uh, in an attempt to colonize Mars, 21st century scientists were tasked with warming up the planet so that the humans could survive on its surface. They came up with an efficient and cost-effective plan in sending cockroaches and mold to the surface so that the mold would absorb the sunlight and purify the atmosphere while feeding insects whose corpse would help mold the mold spread throughout the planet. 500 years later, the first manned ship lands on Mars. Um, most of the stuff, I really didn't get into the story because most of the stuff is actually in the LVA, but essentially two ships were sent to Mars. Um, the first ship uh, re- was a bunch of scientists who were going to cultivate or figure out things were good. Um, they end up getting killed by these gigantic cockroaches who had basically evolved over the 500-year span. They become large, humanoid-looking uh, creatures called terraformers. Uh, The second ship they sent out was essentially to try to stop the, to kill the terraformers and reclaim Mars. They got destroyed. Um, But some of them, I think, some of them actually survived. This is the story, terraformers right now in its current season is following the third bug, what they call them, bugs, bugs one, bugs two, bugs three. Uh, And this current ship coming in there, they're outfitting people with the most Advanced technology they have. This is twenty years after the second ship. As they arrive on the, or even before they arrive on there, they're already attacked by these these terraformers. They've evolved. They're smart, uh, a lot smarter than they thought they would be. Um, but the the humans are actually in, uh had surgically implanted in them. Uh, essentially, it's it's kind of like they get the genes of creatures on Earth, and they're hoping that those genes will allow them to fight these uh, new terraformers more effectively. These can be the genes of spider ants. Uh, I forget what they claim the other guy was. Um, but anyways, in order to activate these powers, they have to inject themselves with these needles. And it, the terraformers actually know that, so they'll actually actively try to destroy those needles because they know that the humans gain their powers from that. So there's all that element in there as well. Um, but they're essentially the first mission they're going to be doing is already failed. Um, they're now trying to just kind of scavenge what they can, which is essentially retrieve a bunch of samples, which are live terraformers. They have to get live versions of them, not kill them and bring back those samples it, live samples to bring back to Mars because the whole reason that they're doing this now is because after the first ship arrived in Mars and that whole expedition failed, a new type of virus has infected Earth, so now people are actually dying from this virus. And the only way the, the, it stems from Mars itself—it's been brought back by with the humans. Um, so th- the biggest reason why they're needing these samples is so that they can try to find a cure for that 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 uh, that virus. So that's essentially what they're doing now. They're they're just basically trying to survive. Really, is most of it. Coming in this show, I thought it was going to be a mindless. Well, not I thought it was going to be. It ended up turning into a mindless kind of show kind of thing it is really a violent show. It's all about basically surviving, killing these things, being killed. Um, but I think the only real thing that's really got me more interested in the show is that they managed to make the terraformers terrifying. They're, they're They're They made them look tough. They made them look fearful. Um, they've already established that these things can kick the crap out of the humans. Um, so that whole element has been pretty strong. um, I guess I don't really want to get too much into the censorship because it's kind of being resolved now, but there was a big problem with censorship in the show. Um, They're fixing that now, so I'm going to kind of put that in the wayside. Um, But the show itself has been interesting for me because it's just it seems very brutal. The enemies they're fighting is very interesting. Uh, The fact of uh, the injected genes, passing down the genes to children, all that kind of stuff is kind of really interesting to me um recently with the recent episode they like i said they've moved away from the, the censorship it's getting a lot more action-based a lot of really cool fight scenes um and they also managed to really bring in a very powerful scene in the in the third end of the fourth episode third episode and the fourth episode i believe it is they showed me that they can make a really emotional moment but the only problem is that that character is now no longer in the picture for right now so they've milked it and now we're back to a bunch of kind of just not really likable characters. The characters aren't really likable in the show is, is, is my point. And so I don't know really much how they're going to really drive me to care about these characters until the last episode I seen. Michelle is awesome. So it's showing me that they can make characters that I kind of care about, but they're not doing a very good job of it every now and then it kind of hits me two times now. Um, so I just kind of mix on the show. I think it's a good action show. Very violent. If you're looking for that, go for it. Just don't expect much for story, or don't expect much for likable characters, because they're just not there. Okay, my the first
2: tick off would be I have to have good characters. Second one, it would be story. I ha- I see neither of those in this show, unfortunately. I I all I see is blood, gore, and logical fallacies. So, I, unfortunately, I'm like, wait, way...
1: logical? What what? Let's show that we mentioned so far had any logic.
2: Well, okay, that that that's a side <laughs> of, I I don't I I'm I'm still stuck on the fact that they got into the space and and attacked a ship that was coming to their planet. That broke the entire show for me. I am still stuck on that. That was in episode what 2?
1: It's obvious there's a reason behind it. Why would it be why would you be upset they, they it? haven't explained it. It's just five episodes a in, and they still haven't figured it out. Why would they go, okay, stop everything, guys. We're going to figure out how they got in the ship. <laughs> I would assume that they probably flew up there. I'm, I don't... I'm not the...
2: I don't care. I'm I'm a watcher, okay? I get to see things that they don't get to see. They don't have to figure it out. I do.
1: <laughs> well, I would imagine it's probably they flew up there.
2: Maybe, but that they, implies... roaches they, can survive okay, in any environment. They can, that's the thing. They can apparently live in space, so more power bugs and space um i i unfortunately i just nothing is working for me in the show that that one episode i i will admit my my brother pointed it out and i do agree they actually shown that showed that they do
1: have the ability to write good writing music the the flashes everything everything every visually the emotion all was just unfortunately caught me out of
2: guard Unfortunately, it was the only character in the entire show that I had any interest in.
1: You're gonna like Mike, Michelle.
2: I, I seen her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it, you don't like her. She was
1: She was really cool. and She's she awesome. could do
2: really cool stuff. but that's, a, that's the entire thing about the show. These, oh, ca- these characters can do really cool thing, but I don't really give a dang about any of them, especially knowing the fact that any one of them could die at any moment.
0: We're going now, back to comic now the, one
2: <laughs> now the one character that I actually liked in the entire show was killed. So if I go and like Michelle, she's gonna die. I mean, so what? I mean, honestly, what is the point in me watching this show?
1: Like I said, if you're into action or horror or violence, that's what it is.
2: And that and that is not. To me, that that's not story or characters, which is the
1: two things that I like. Oh, there's tons of story there. It's just not nothing that you're interested in. There's the bugs. There's the implants. There's the colonizing Mars. This this show has probably got more story than any of the shows that we've talked about so far. It's just it's not probably a very interesting story.
2: It's not selling any of the story.
1: I think I think the biggest problem with the show all is it, I think it. Sh- I think they should have released the two OVAs first to the West because probably I think there's a lot of character build especially with the captain and, that and, and that might
2: and that might be a lot of it
1: is because of the fact that we're just being thrown in there like here's
2: bugs yeah, bro, yeah. go and, and and they they're going on the assumption that we should already know all this stuff
1: yeah because that I can it was that, that
2: I can go with
1: but I'm hoping that eventually they're gonna they're gonna kind of feed some of that in I think they're just kind of throwing you in to go actually the first episode didn't really throw you in it was kind of like okay they're on a ship there was one fight and it was with a bear and that was it and I was like, okay, what? Uh, I, okay, that was a terrible first episode. Uh, but again, I, I think, I think the enemies they have, I think the action's good. Um, I don't like the narration, especially during that emotional moment we were talking about. The narrator is very disjointed with the rest of the show. It's like I don't know where. All right, now we're going to tell you about this spider. The spider is his power. And it's like <laughs> it, it doesn't fit with what's going on in the screen. It's just this this random guy in a booth over here going, "Yes, that's an ant." The person has the power of an ant. And they're going to use that ability to fight. And then back to the fight. It just, it just feels very disjointed. Uh, but like I said, if you're into action, the violence, all that stuff is good. Um, and I think there's a, there's a few... A couple really great moments in the show so far. Um, I'm just... I'm kind of holding hope that there's something else there. Because I do really like the terraformers. I hated them when I first seen the figure for them on Good Smell Company. And I said, what the heck is this thing? But now I like them because they just, they're creepy as hell. And they, like I said, they've made, them, they've made them terrifying just by the first few moments. It's just, they just stand there and their eyes just go around and their antennas click, click, click. And then they just one shot somebody. And it's like, that's awesome. I like that. But I just hope that they do something with it. So I'm, I'm I kind of feel bad
2: that I'm like the only person in the world that apparently doesn't
1: like this show. So no. Nobody liked the the Black Bars character and the Black <laughs> Circles. Man, that censorship was bad. But it's getting fixed. And we got to watch those episodes tonight because they're going to be on for 24 hours, the first three episodes. Um, moving on, we're going to go on to Lord Marksman and Vanadis. And this is a show that, again, was like the same vein as uh, Yona of the Dawn is this fantasy fill that I'm really excited for. Um, this show, in the times of war, the, set in a fantasy counterpart, Western Europe, uh, Eleonora... One of the seven Vanadis of Zect or Zed, actually, is what I call it last time. Zect uh, leads the war on the Kingdom of Brune. Uh, there is actually there are actually seven Vanadis named like this because they each receive a powerful weapon from the Black Dragon to reign over seven territories. I didn't get any of this from the show. Um, each possess their uh, uh, possessing their own. Uh, the power of the Vanadis caused dread and fear towards their enemies. An earl in the service of the country of Brune, a young archer named Tigre, got a taste of it after he defeated. Uh, he was defeated on the battlefield by Eleanor. Uh, however, Ellen decides to spare his life after seeing his skills. In exchange, he is asked to serve her. That's pretty much what we got. That part right there, where he's he's on the battlefield fighting for Brune. She's on the other side, and <clears throat> they had more people. But she had this weapon. Um, She can essentially take on an army almost with her weapon. And that's what they're called. They're called war maidens. Each one of these seven, which I didn't know there was actually, I I knew there were seven. I just didn't know they had their own territories. Um, But he's on the course on the brune side. She captures him, says, I want you to be on my side because I think you're you're amazing at your archery skill. You've impressed me so much. Not that she's fallen in love with him, so she says, just that she's, She thinks that she's amazing at at what he does, and it's impressed her. Um, Then this quickly changed. It it was also his courage and the. the, the Right. She stood up against her and four other people, knowing that she was a war maiden. That was impressive to her. Um, This has kind of moved into Brune now decides to seek to destroy his hometown that he is actually the leader of. And so he essentially is now going to pretty much join her because he now sees that Brune has turned against him as well. Um, so far I, I've, I've not cared for the slight feel of, uh, harem-esque kind of elements. Um, but, cause I, I wanted a fantasy feel. I wanted this show that was pure fantasy, sword and board, magic and dragons. And the moments that it's kind of sitting off the side where he's kind of being pursued by Ellen, it's like, I, it's just not very interesting, and then they kind of move into Bruin attacking his town. All that kind of stuff was really interesting. I like that element, um, and I like the element of the war maidens. I, I'm, I'm curious to see the other war, the other uh, six war maidens. I think they're going to be pretty interesting as well. The only problem I really have with this show, besides, like I said, the, the small sense of harem elements, which I didn't really care much for, but aren't really that big of a deal. The main problem I have is the battlefield, and I understand they don't have a budget for this this show to show battles after battles which are going to probably have but they're having cg chess boards clashing into each other while there's a fight going on i'm not seeing the characters do anything i'm just seeing these chess pieces hitting each other and it it helped for me to understand what exactly was happening on this big battlefield but i don't watch this to watch chess pieces hit each other i watch it to see the characters do things um, but I'm interested in the show. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to continue watching it um, just with those those little bits of caveats.
2: I'm excited about this show. I see 13 episodes on this show, and I'm like...
1: How the hell are they going to do that? Right? Oh, this is this is this from is a gonna manga. It's going to be a manga thing. Yes, it's He's 2011. Gonna They're going to cut off. They're going to cut off. I can already see this.
2: right now. <laughs> I mean, they've. I'm not I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. scared enough to stop. I'm hoping that they'll just, you know, finalize it well. Oh, they're not. They're they, not. If There's they cut off six it's other hurt. war
1: maidens, they show I know. Them in the intro. That is not going to happen. You just upset me. <sighs> I was wondering what you were scrolling around for. I. I. am I'm,
2: I'm. I'm feeling more like 24 episodes at best. I. This is
1: going to brick wall.
2: I. I hope not. But. but I I'm, I'm holding out hope. I, I I love the I love the visuals. I love the I don't like the the chessboard thing. I don't like that. I I agree with you on that one. Um I love the characters. I love the interactions. Um I think that the the harem elements work for me. Um I do like the fact that the Dither is is got a focus. He's he's um he's not a coward, weird, freaky That's type pretty person. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's really strong and a great character. Um, I I can't wait to see where it goes. I think it's 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 got tons of potential, and and I just want to see it all come to fruition.
0: All right,
1: moving on to our last show, that we're gonna talk about which I want to say first off that we probably won't talk about it too much because we really do want to make an entire episode on Fate Stay eventually. Um, which is going to basically include Fate Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works, and possibly Zero. Or- okay,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Uh,
1: it's okay, gonna
2: have all of it. We're what gonna I, what basically
1: I'm gonna- dive into it real deep. So yeah. it, right now, if you're wanting to possibly listen to this podcast, we're gonna do probably a couple months down the road. It
2: will be a spoiler cast, so it's going yeah, to have get
1: all that stuff. Get in all here.
2: that stuff out of the way. I, we're giving you heads up, guys. Okay, go watch. Go watch Zero. Or go watch Fate Stay Night first. Go mm-hmm. watch Zero a Second. Mm-hmm. There is a movie that uh, Fate Stay and uh, and and this sh- and and Unlimited Blade Works. The m- movie are both on Anime Network. Uh, Zero is on Crunchyroll. Yes. Okay, so you got you got access to all three of them right now,
1: uh, and basically those can be all watched for free. Yes. You're going to have commercials, of course, on Anime uh, News Network, but. Again, they're Not legit Not Anime locations. News Network. The Anime the Network. Anime, yeah, the Anime Network. Uh, you'll have those there for free. They will have commercials. Um, I don't think Crunchyroll commercialize them, do they? Yes. They do, okay. But they're all available free and they're legit, so go snag those. Go watch them. Go watch them. So you
2: are prepared for when we actually watch it. Um, what me and Andrew are going to do as soon is we're going to watch uh, Fate Stay Night as a rewatch so that we got mm-hmm. everything uh, fresh in our brain, we're gonna watch the Unlimited Blade Works. I'm gonna watch. Hopefully, we're gonna watch Zero together, so that we got all those out of the way,
1: and then we're gonna do a big old discussion about it. So, it's mainly because there's a lot of connections that happen with between each one of these shows. And we've mentioned it before that each of the Fate stays or each of the Fate series shows are standalone, um, but they also have a lot of interconnecting things. And we've noticed a lot with while watching Unlimited Blade Works, is that there's a lot of Slight differences that are really interesting to see, um, and those are kind of the things we're going to kind of dive into. Um,
2: my brother, my brother, brought up something that I didn't even think about. It, it blew me away, and I loved it. And that's gonna, that's
1: probably <laughs> we will probably have a late into the episode. Uh, it's going to be a spoiler thing based off of some things out of the visual novels. There's stuff that is not in Fate Stay Night, not in Blade Works. They're not in Fate Zero. It is something that is outside those realms, and we will probably do a, if you don't mind hearing it, side spoiler thing at the very end, which will be really interesting, because I want to dive more into that, even after watching the other. Anyways, look forward to that. Again, that's going to be that's gonna be down the road, so don't worry about rushing to it, but do get it through. That way, you can listen to that without having to worry about spoilers, because we are going to hit, like I said, Fate Stay Night, Fate, Stay, or Fate Zero, and... Unlimited Blade Works. We're going to hit all three of those. So have those in your system and, and process And
2: that is Unlimited Blade Works, the movie, not the actual show. The show that we're watching right now is the show. There is a movie called Unlimited Blade Works. We are going to be watching that as well.
1: I might do this too, depending on how long it takes. Yeah,
2: I, it, it's... it's I, yeah, you get the idea.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, Fate um, Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works is... A, basically a redone by uh, That is affordable. the movie. Right. You need to go to the movie. The movie's the same show. thing. This movie's the same thing. No, it is not. It is the same thing. It's just this is more drawn out. This is a movie, too. Anyways, it covers Shiro. Uh, actually, it starts off with Rin. Um, and Rin is a... This is going to be very difficult to say this synopsis because I actually know the entire story. <laughs> so, um, But essentially, it, it covers basically... Kids that are involved in a Holy Grail war. Um, What the Holy Grail war is? The Holy Grail itself, which is the Holy Grail you all know um, from, was it the uh, Knights of the Crusade? Yeah. Anyways, the Holy Grail has the power to grant any wish, but the Holy Grail created a hold on Holy Holy Grail. Grail, The Holy Grail
2: is supposedly the cup that had uh, was it. The blood, the blood of Jesus, or is it uh, just wine that he
1: held at the last it was the supper? One that he held the supper.
2: It was at the last supper. That's the Holy Grail.
0: Okay.
1: the The blood was the the, the cloth or what it was. Um. But yeah, he essentially, or he, he I'm I'm giving a gender to the the Holy Grail. The Holy <laughs> Grail chooses somebody worthy of the wish that it will grant by holding a Holy Grail War. The Holy Grail War will involve a certain amount of uh, what they call masters, who are have some kind of magical capability, who will then summon a servant, who is the embodiment of a past hero in, in mythology and history, and this past hero will come forward. They have no uh, memory of certain aspects of their life. They are there to purely to fulfill one goal. They are they are fulfilled. They are filled in on what's going on around the world around them so they know the environment they're in, but they do know that they are supposed to follow the 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 uh, the rules of their master in order to win this Holy Grail and be worthy enough to hold the Holy Grail. Um, of course, Shiro is pulled into it. He doesn't really know anything about it, uh, the war itself, so we're kind of, he's our perspective in the thing. He, he's learning things as we're learning things. Rin, she was raised in a family that gave her her sole purpose is to fight this holy grail war the, her family wants this holy grail um as she's brought into the picture not not for any particular reason just she doesn't care win. she just yeah she, she just she just she just doesn't really care much about it she just knows her family wants her to win it um but yeah it, it it's gonna basically cover that shirou has got uh servant saber um rin's got uh, archer and saber or er, saber Shiro decides to go ahead and do the Holy Grail battle because he's afraid of who might get a hold of the Grail because he's had a tragic past that involved seeing a lot of people die. He doesn't like the idea of seeing people die. He has this mentality that he wants everybody to survive. He wants to rescue everybody kind of thing. While um, Ren's kind of watching him kind of, why the hell are you doing that? You, you need to win this war. No, Even if you decide you don't want to play the war, some master's going to come kill you because you're part of this this game and they don't want you to win. Um but yeah, it's it's a really great show. I think the Football is doing an amazing job on this. They just absolutely amazing visuals. The the sound is absolutely impactful. You you hear every strike, you hear every blow. We this is one of the shows where we'll just ramp up the audio. It's kind of like I'll know 0 was last season. This is the I'll know 0 this season. It's just the presentation is absolutely beautiful. Now, I don't particularly care much for a lot of this CG that kind of looks unsightly on the character, especially on the faces. It's still a visually amazing show, and I love every second of it. Um, not much else to say about it. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great take on the Fate Stay uh, series. If you've watched Fate Stay Night, watch this one because it's a lot more beautiful looking, and it is going to be taking a different route. There's, a, there's little... You'll notice little differences between the two shows because what is essentially happening is is that they're taking the Unlimited Blade Blade Works route in from the visual novel. So decisions are being made that will change his direction later, and that's what you'll end up seeing if you've already watched the original. So you're something. Yeah, it's
2: it's important to uh, to to actually have the. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think that at all. No, but I think it's it's, fun.
1: it makes it it makes an interesting element to it
2: i think that it makes it makes it make sense because of certain things that are going to happen and i and there is something in there i guess i keep teasing this and i think that there's one of the things that this route is important for is because it's going to bank on certain aspects of a certain character in the show that i'm very interested in i i right
1: to to give you a quick idea and this happens in the first episode on both shows in the original Fate Stay Night, uh, when they when Rin and uh, and Shiro first meet with their servants in hand, Shiro comes out in the original and says, "Saber, don't you know, just stop." In Unlimited Blade Works, he commands her and uses one of his commands to stop Saber, and those little things are going to be are the things that are interesting to catch. And I think is going to be one of the things that will will play out later. I will also say that you probably should watch Fate Zero before watching this because it's not required, but there's a lot of uh, callback to Fate Zero that you're going to probably you're going to probably benefit in the show knowing happened in Fate Zero. Not a requirement, but I think it it does enhance it a lot.
2: Are you sure? Because I, I I think that uh, honestly Fate Stay Night would be the most crucial one to see first, and then no. Zero after that.
1: Because this is a re- this is basically retelling Fate Stay Night, so you're going to catch every most everything out of it.
2: Well, the the thing with Zero is that I mean I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to know uh, a certain character.
1: Uh... Well, the, the problem is is Fate Zero was made by Footable, and I think that they're just basically continuing on the story. Face Day Night, the original in two thousand six was made. Okay, here it is. And then the football said, "Okay, we're going to make the prequel, and then we're going to go in and, and make the the Unlimited Blade works." So they're 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 making it flow in more.
2: Well, okay, let me, let me let me let me put it in a different way. I think that I and and this this is the main problem. I have not seen Zero, so and that that puts me in. I have watched the first episode of Zero. And I can say, honestly, there is a revealing in the first episode that, honestly, I wouldn't want to know before I watched Fate Stay Night. And it, I, it, 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 I'm i just throwing that I, out there. I, because see, I, I agree with you.
1: I, I agree with you. Like I said, in the original 2006 version, I would, if if, if Unlimited Buddy Works wasn't here and somebody asked me, Zero or Night. Night. And then watch Zero because you'll you, you get a lot more out of the two. But like I'm the only reason I'm saying that is has it's flowing now. It feels like a Footable wanted to go straight from their work with Zero and go straight into Limited Blade Works. I think that you're probably going to be fine watching this one now and watching Zero later. I'm just saying it. it I'm almost getting a feeling that a Footable wanted you to watch them flow into each other. So, okay. But you will be the test of that because you'll probably, you'd probably know that better than I would. Because you haven't watched that and if it makes sense to you.
2: I, I To me, it looks like I'm just seeing a, I'm seeing Fate Stay, Fate Stay Night, and I'm also seeing an the alternate, uh, I'm seeing Fate Stay Night with the alternate route is what I'm seeing right now.
1: Right. And I, I don't, I don't think either way you're going to be ruined, but. I mean, if you like the idea of watching, I think, like I said, I think they stand alone. So if you like the idea of watching a show and then watching a prequel in order to go, oh, that's that character, that's his well, character. Like, this character, that's one, one, one of the biggest things, or that, if you like the idea of something flowing, do it the other way. I don't think it's going to really ruin either way.
2: One of the biggest things that I I I I want to see Zero because I want to I want to understand a betrayal. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: not going to go. That's into what I mean. I'm afraid. That. I'm afraid of that being revealed in this. That's that's why I'm suggesting zero the most, is because I'm afraid they're going to reveal things that they made in zero. You know what I'm saying? I'm afraid. I, I, I since can they're see, both I can being made by football I'm afraid eventually they're going to go. Everybody's watched our, our our rendition of zero. Let's go ahead and just throw this. I can I can agree out. with you on that. Now,
2: I still because I still that stand would be by, really bad. I still stand by. You wouldn't understand the impact of that by going right straight into zero. That's, that's why I still stand by you need to watch fate stay night first and then zero. I still think that that is, that is important because you, if you were to watch zero, you're going to go into stay or into stay night. You're going to go into it knowing everything that is put into zero when it was originally designed to be watched not knowing what had happened in the previous Grail
1: War. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, the problem is that the it wasn't designed that way. It was just that Fate Stay had what it was. And then Zero was when a football decided to rendition what happened before that in that previous Holy Grail War. And now they're making this new one for the current Holy Grail War. I don't want to. I, I didn't really want to get too much into all this <laughs> kind of stuff because I know we're confusing the hell out of people. Um, I just, I just wanted to warn people that since if Footable made both Zero and Unlimited Blade Works, they might harken back to what happened in Zero, and I'm afraid that's going to And I, and I, ruin and I do
2: agree that that is something that I, I would be worried about.
1: If you were really afraid of spoilers, I would say watch Fate Stay Night 2006, watch Fate Zero, and then watch this. Um, but I know that that's a huge time investment involved, but.
0: I don't think they're going to spoil anything.
1: I don't think they're going to really spoil anything because I think that would ruin their previous. I think if they were to spoil anything, it's going to ruin people wanting to watch Zero, and I don't think they want to do that. True. They want people to watch Zero because it's their, it's theirs also, it's their studio as well. Um, but yeah, I just it's a very beautifully done show, great music. Um, I'm enjoying seeing a lot more of Rin and Archer um, stuff that I didn't really see much in the original 2006 version. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a great show. I love the I love the franchise altogether. So I definitely look forward to us discussing this more.
2: Oh, definitely. As
1: we definitely turn our first impression into a discussion on that. <laughs> um, but that's really all the shows that we're going to cover for our first impressions. The rest of the shows we had about I think uh, eight eight ten other shows that we did watch, but we didn't really want to fit in here because they either don't have much to talk about or they're uh, just bigger than what they don't have much to talk about really is all it is um but yeah we'll we'll do a mid-season preview uh, review on them later on so just look forward to those on those one those are like garo dinky Kai, in search of lost future log horizon which is probably later actually because that's going to be a 24 um yeah we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about these first impression this podcast actually turned out to be almost two and a half hours so (laughs) enjoy listening to all this um for all those people that want more content there you go uh for everybody else then just watch it in bits and pieces over time i'm telling you that now after you watch it
2: <laughs> after you watch the whole thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> re-watch it re-listen to the whole thing uh but yeah we hope you all enjoyed um definitely check us out on otakuspirit.com um also check out our community that is rapidly grow- growing and we enjoy everybody that's in there uh, we appreciate you guys taking a part in our community and helping it grow Um, But we're closing out with Wolf Girl and Black Prince ED, and that is called Wolf Heart by Ori Sama. And enjoy that, and y'all take care, and we'll see you next week.